Apocalypse, Walking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes beyond the Walking Dead universe. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I'm joined by Osmoman09, Rachel Burt, who's here after a long hiatus, Charity, a.k.a. Blizey Gardner, and Bridget, ko-fi.com slash Punky Brewster, that's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-I-S-E-T-E-R. And hello, everybody, we're here live to talk to you about the 10th episode of Fear the Walking Dead's 8th and final season, titled Keeping Her Alive. Well, we do have one bit of housekeeping we have to say at the top of the show before I say hi to all of you officially, and that's we have decided on a date and time for our rockin' round robin benefit for Robin Overton, aka the black and white guy on Instagram. The date is December 10th. The time is 2 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. I can't and do that we'll, time. Well, <laughs> go... Man, so we're going to be having some really cool prizes already. More to come, but we will be posting some stuff on social media and we're going to need your help. So on top of, and this is very important, these two things right now, we did this before our Jackbox charity live stream. We asked you this before our TWDU trivia charity battle, and I mostly named it that because it would trip me up. (laughs) We need you to do two things. One is if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, subscribe and then click that little bell and enable all notifications and then tell others to subscribe whenever you can as soon as you can because we need you to help spread the word for this benefit that we're throwing when it comes to time we need to actually get as many people on this stream as possible to raise as much money as possible and also to get more people with deeper pockets for some of these amazing prizes and the rest of you who may not even be able to put any money down on the prizes during these rounds you're going to be enjoying some programming in between the auctions, which Sharon is very carefully thought through. We did speak about it a little bit last week, but we have a more of a grapple on what we're going to do. And especially since the strike is now indefinitely suspended, we can do a lot more. We're going to have a panel of three people. I think we're going to be switching panel members in and out. We have some other people that want to join. We're hopefully going to get a couple of special people to be on the panel. And one of the things you will be able to bid on is the chance to play a game with that person on the panel. With our special people. It could be a cast member. It could be a crew member. It could be right. any number of special people. It's Bridget. That's what we're Bridget planning is, Bridget it's is the big draw. Me. I mean, Bridget is the big we're all draw. pretty special. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Not what you wanted? So sorry. We're talking to people and we're finalizing things, so we can't really say anything. But the chance to join the person in the game will be included in the prize pack. That is not a separate bid. So when you bid on the prize pack, that's included in it. You'll play in the very next game on screen with the panel and whoever we have on it. The questions are not going to be hard. This is not trivia. It's mostly going to be holiday themed. It's about being funny and cute and having a good time. It's not about winners or losers or anything like that. It's all just to have a good time and raise some money for Rob. And um, we're putting together the best show we can put together for you guys. I drew for Secret Santa the other night, uh, Sunday night after Fear, and everybody has their assignments, and in between games I'm while super we're... excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody trade with her. <laughs> no, she's not on trade. She's not allowed to trade. She's allowed to, but nobody's letting her. That's the no. thing. <laughs> In between games while we're setting up, getting the other host in or whatever, we'll be playing our Secret Santa videos. If you want to get in on Secret Santa, I still have a couple of names in my cup I can draw. I mean, we we have plenty, but if you want to join in, please, we welcome you. We want you to to join in and have fun with us. Tell them where to DM you. DM me at Lazy Gardener on Instagram. That's right. And visit her YouTube page to watch the videos in the past. Right. If you go to my YouTube, the very last video I have is actually our Secret Santa for 
from two years ago. So and it's right there when you go to the page. <laughs> we put it in the blog in order to promote the the Secret Santa for so this year. So it's even easier to find. Right. That's right. That year we did like a variety show kind of thing. But this year, since we're mixing it up with the benefit for Robin, we're not really doing the all the production, the shows, production stuff. But we had a lot of fun. Like we had a couple of the cast members were in it. We had some songs in it. Everybody, some people wrote songs about fear and we put that in there. I it did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bailey did too. Yeah. We put Charlotte's fear song in there. Yeah. Well, she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All of this to say is that oh, all of this stuff so will good. be playing at the benefit. So we're going to have panelists for a, a sort of game show. We're going to have secret Santa videos embedded throughout the program and also prize packs that you can win throughout the night. These prize packs are hopefully going to be the thing that raises the money for Robin Overton. So open your hearts, open your wallets. And if you can't do either, you mean people who can't open your hearts. Well, you know, share out of spite, <laughs> share <laughs> whatever we have coming out. And to do that, A, again, subscribe to our YouTube channel, enable all notifications and enable social media notifications, at least for the next month, because December 10th, 2 p.m., that's when it's happening. It's the next month, wherever you prefer to receive any social media notifications, whether it's AX, formerly Twitter, Instagram, threads, every, we're going to be promoting this everywhere. Blue Sky, which we're on also. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So wherever you prefer, enable notifications there because we're going to need your help. We can't give Robin the help that he needs without your help too. It's not monetary. Just sharing, liking even helps with visibility on Twitter, on Instagram, especially. Anything you could do on that front is even more important to reach the people who have the pockets that can be reached, especially during this time of year where some people are overextending themselves for Christmas gifts or going broke trying. So we want to reach those people who can really, really help with Robin's. Uh, medical bills. Again, well, we should tell them what, what it's about. Robin Overton, the black and white guy, you may know him as fan artist for not only The Walking Dead, but Sons of Anarchy, all these other shows. Yellowstone. Yellowstone, exactly. A lot of oh, Marvel man. stuff. His 1923 drawing, whoa, that was right. awesome. Right. right. Go follow and, him on Instagram too. You know, you right. Can, it's you the can, BLK it's, yeah, and the white guy. BLK, BLK and white guy yeah. on Instagram. They discovered that he had stomach cancer. He got a portion of it removed recently. He has. He's been on chemotherapy. The thing that we need your help on is in terms of financial assistance as it pertains to his medical bills. It's just too much for him. Insurance can only offset so much. And he's been such a great guy with all of us when it comes to things personally, but also when it comes to helping donate some of the prints that he has to some of our charities as well. And he's just the best person to know. You should be following him already. And if you're not, he's on Facebook too. If you prefer that, Instagram primarily, I think. But those two places are the best. And you can follow his journey too. And you can... You can keep in touch with him. He just posted, I think it was yesterday, that he's going to have to go back and chemo again. Right, because he he got refused immunotherapy right. by his doctor. And also, if you have the pleasure or the chance to meet him at any of the conventions, Robin gives the best hugs. Oh, and he's so tall, and I'm so he small, is. so it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm a very lucky man when it comes to hugs. I'm going to say that much. <laughs> anyway. I got sent a birthday card by our friend Kendall. Oh, which you mentioned a while ago, yeah. If you want to go follow her she's a very talented artist on instagram her username is fanart underscore in underscore progress and she sent me this sweet little birthday card Aww. with daniel on it because she remembered that i said daniel was my favorite character during our top five and thing that we did so months and months ago so super cute there's a little sketch that she sent me so i'm just very appreciative and she's very talented and you should go follow her no it's it's not my birthday today jermaine it was my birthday in september 
whatever. But sometimes things happen, you know, and and we forget and then stuff gets sent later and that's okay. (laughs) Carranza said he liked my cap and I wanted to mention that the cap was one of the things that I won from Takira's auction that we had a few Sundays ago and I'm wearing it now. And so I think it's the Commonwealth one. It's it's pretty cool for now. I own it. Until until it gets annoying. I I I also have that hat. I too have that hat, young people. (laughs) Fellow young people. (laughs) Fellow young people. <laughs> All right, so let's start with first impressions. It's gonna be brutal. Rachel? Oh, me? Do I go now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to <laughs> stop. Oh, for once, she's waiting for me to stop talking. <laughs> well, that's nice when I didn't want it. <laughs> Never get what I want. <laughs> Got Madison. Oh no, back. I'm sorry. That was my first impression. <laughs> oh. Oh, I thought she was <laughs> ceilings ignored yet again. All right, well. Got him. <laughs> no. Be a little bit more specific. You haven't been here for a while. Give the people what they what they genuinely want. They genuinely okay. missed okay. you all these weeks. Okay. Be more specific. Womp, womp, no, you don't have to be more specific. Just... <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Feelings can sometimes be sound effects. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a couple of weeks, so I had a lot of catching up to do. <sighs> I don't I I am having a hard time just coming up with like a, f- a first impression because I so badly just want to like get my hands in there and get all bloody and just tear it apart. I was not happy, mostly because Madison is still alive. I'm very upset that we were promised an explanation as to why she is back, alive. why she is here, how she got out of the diamond. We were told that they would tell us how she survived all that and it hasn't happened yet and we're running out of time and at this point how she got out no matter what they say isn't going to have any bearing on the story whatsoever at this point with two episodes left however she got out i don't know maybe they'll tie it all together but i'm not holding my breath this episode in particular which is the one we're talking about yeah sorry i have to like separate it because i watched sanctuary and this one back to back and so Mm. some of my thoughts may be getting crossed over i enjoyed sanctuary i thought it was a really nice trip down memory lane wasn't that nice. <laughs> Sherry and Dwight, as far as their relationship goes, sometimes I just want to like shake them and like knock their heads together. But, you know, I guess it's real. This episode, oh, I have so, so many thoughts. I I didn't, it wasn't, no, just no. There were so, there I feel were like too we many got things. nothing out of it. <laughs> there were too many things that didn't make sense. You should have let me go first. I you should have moved on. I know, right? I guess I that's guess that's partially it. Why it just doesn't here. make sense. I guess yeah, my, yeah. that's that's my I think it's partially why reaction. we're here too. Didn't make sense. I think we often find that when we get together, we parse it out and we make a little bit more sense by the end of it. Dave, I don't think there is. <sighs> You've seen my notes. We can't. No one's going to make it. sense of this. I feel like I'm going to be ganged up on, ganged, ganged up banged. on. No, 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 not, not that word. Banged. Not that hard like a word. No, 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 no. You are going to get ganged up on. Is what banged by a bunch of gangs by everybody today. I'm out. Bye, guys. Have a great night. Bridget, what's your first impression? I wore glasses for a reason tonight, and it's so I could do this. (laughs) Not really. Not really. I did like that, though. I'm sorry. I'm wearing glasses because my migraines have been out of this world this week. Okay, so what did I think about this episode? She's stalling. I'm going to try to be as gentle as possible. Huh? What? She had to to get it out. What? Um, (laughs) 
more sound effects <laughs> yeah, from the just, peanut gallery. I, see, it's hard to put into words, isn't it? Because here's the thing: I don't, I don't want to wanna say what I think about. I don't want to say what I think. Actually, about I'm actually not regretting this because <laughs> I, this is gold. There's just it's weird. It it was weird. All right, Sharon D, what what are your what's your first impressions? <laughs> And you're not done. No, you've forfeited. Bridget, here's why you're done. Would you care to continue, Bridget? No, no. Here's why you're done. Okay. Because at the end of the night, A, you're going to be like, "Mm, I have to go. Mm." And I'm like, you wasted 15 minutes making fart noises and sound effects. Nobody could hear the fart noises, but I made them for you. And then I get the complaints. Dave, maybe you could start a little earlier. Maybe you can get to the point. (laughs) And now you've wasted 15 minutes on this. No, it was worth it. David, extra spicy. It was him talking, so it's fine. It's fine. Bridget, would you care to continue before I go on? Well, Bridget, I'm kick I'm Bridget kidding, out of this recording. <laughs> Would you like to go on? <laughs> Let me preface this by saying I got what I wanted. Not in this episode, but I got what I wanted this season with June. I wanted Savage, Badass, Mess People Up June, and I got it. Here's my theory. I've been wondering how in the world this show got so bad this season. Here's what I've come up with. The writers are trolling us. This whole <laughs> season is one big troll. Oh my God. I thought you had a real theory. This, <laughs> this is, is a theory. This theory. is a real theory. <laughs> Look, the, everybody was like, hey, bring Madison back. So they brought Madison back. But what kind of Madison did they bring back? Oh, we want Dwight and Sherry to have a happy ending. Nah, you don't get that. Their kid's going to die and they're going to split up six times. They set out purposely to write the worst stuff they could possibly write to get to us. And that's how I can look at it and not be too mad. Because I'm like, okay, they're just playing with us. It's okay. They're giving us back what we gave them for the past Well, what years. others may have given them is this really so, more accurate. We've been pretty good about for a while. Until right. May, until season seven, really. Yeah. Season oh, six, we had some moments. I loved seasons four, five, and six. But the critiques started coming in in season six from us, mm-hmm. like near the end with the Teddy and the. Okay, the first I would say memorable the end one. Of seven. No, even the end I of would six. Say the beginning. Well, I think for me it was seven B was when I mm-hmm. was I really got fired up. I can tell you why. The clear, clear moment was when Victor kickstomp Morgan. Well, first of all, complaining about Morgan throughout. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even though there was some redeeming moments, (laughs) but the clear (laughs) moment was Victor (laughs) kickstomping Morgan into the walkers on the sub. How did he get out? Exactly. Right. But this is my point. Well, see, we we figured that out. We gave it a little bit of a pass in the first few episodes of season seven, like one and two. Even though two was a little annoying, and then all of this, it started going downhill from there slowly. Walking Dead live channel was showing season six yesterday, and I watched a couple episodes of season six. And the disparity between six and now is just staggering. What happened to this show? Because this season six was good. And it was even the Morgan episode and I was digging it. So my first impressions of this was I don't understand what is going on in this show. I, I just don't get it. I do not understand it. And I am I am the biggest fan in the world of Fear the Walking Dead. And I am sitting here going, I don't understand what in the world is going on in this show. Same complaint as always. Acting, great. Cinematography, fantastic. Direction, great. Everything was good. It's the writing. Winter, where the heck did they go? Walkers are getting flash frozen in the mud. Are they in the south still? Because there aren't a whole lot of places in the south that get that cold where you can flash freeze walkers in place. Not for an extended period of time. Maybe like a few hours in the morning. How did they get there so fast? Are they flying? I don't think they did get there so fast because they traveled way far west. How did they get back from the sanctuary so fast? They had Tracy build a plane. (laughs) 
Yeah. With her little little fingies. <laughs> okay, nobody can find Padre. It's this massive secret, but they can find each other in the woods, in the marshes, in the swamps with precision. They don't know where they are, but they managed to find Madison out in the middle of nowhere, but they can't find an entire settlement. No one can find <laughs> Padre except if you see one lighthouse. Do you know how mm-hmm. many lighthouses there one are in lighthouse. Savannah? Like three. Only one. <laughs> if you can't find Padre, how are you going to find the lighthouse? Isn't that going to be harder to find than a big settlement with boats well, going in and out of it? It might take time, but they could probably find it. It's just ridiculous. I'm not that bothered by it. Anyway, I'm again, I'm, I'm acknowledging I'm like going to be the only man out. Again, show people I love all of you. This is nothing against anybody on the show. Cast, crew, you guys are killing it what, you're, what you've got to work with. You're all the doing the, the best amazing. you can. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But the writing that you're being given is just ridiculous. And I can't think of any explanation other than they did it on purpose to troll the fans. Also, Tracy, Troy, troll. It's all right there. Conspiracy theory, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they all start with TR. <laughs> Tracy, troll, Troy, troll. Tracy's named after Troy's mother. So it was already a name that was established in the universe. She had Tracy Otto's mentioned in the video for Teo Tuaki, So Oh, okay. I want. I wonder where that came from. Yeah, we mentioned the blog when we first met her. I love that little girl, by the way. Hell yeah. Antonella Rose. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. No, I mean, like, I love Tracy. I love her Instagram, too. She's very generous. And the actress. Like, hello. There are talented child actors in the world. She was amazing. Look at her. I think you especially liked when she was trying to kill Madison, though. I think other than June, Tracy is my favorite. Do you know who she reminds me of? A young Larissa Olenek. Olenek? Oh, my gosh. Yes. she reminds me of where would I know her the from? Secret World of Alice the Secret Mack? World of yeah Alex Mack hello what is that I've never heard of that show. in my life she steps in ooze and then she gets and these she powers and she can turn into Dave duh okay small factoid about me growing up <laughs> didn't have cable neither did I neither did I I still know about it I've never heard of same that. friends Alex friends. Mack oh, oh we had M-A-C-K friends. Alex Mack friends. Alex Mack hey. yeah <laughs> Tracy was giving me serious Grimes vibes. She had on Rick's murder jacket. That little plaid shirt she had on underneath looked just like something we've seen Judith wear. She had cowboy boots on. She's got Carl's hair. The bowl cut. All she needed was a cowboy hat. Well, did you get the same reaction to her that I did that she kind of resembled Alicia? Yeah. Yes. I was screaming at my TV. I'm not crazy. You guys were saying, no. No, I was screaming at the TV. I'm like, watch this be Alicia's kid. And then when she meets Madison, and I was like, Madison, that's your granddaughter. Say hey. <laughs> now, I don't think that she is. But at the same time, since I heard it, when I first saw her face. You know what? At this point, why not? Why sure, the sure. heck not? Just why not? They're setting up Alicia to be like the miracle Virgin Mary anyway. So let's just go for it. This is the promised one. This is Laurent's <laughs> counterpart in the U.S. We've got Laurent over in France and we've got Tracy here in, in the U.S. <laughs> It's a far cry. Same thing. I love Tracy. (laughs) When she was with Strand and Strand was trying to BS Madison and Tracy's like, he pulled my blindfold off. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely one of my favorite parts. So Tracy and Troy, other than June, they're probably my favorite characters on the show. (laughs) And it's because they have expert Madison troll level. They troll the crap out of her. Both of them. I have a question for you guys. It didn't come to me until my second watch through the episode. So Tracy mentions Troy being her dad, but nothing she said has been overwhelmingly positive, in my opinion. Do you think she actually even wants 
wants to be with Troy or was her mother killed potentially by Troy's people? And he's like, you're my daughter now. I actually thought as I was watching this Mm. really good episode that (laughs) she says because she says at the end of the episode, she says something to the effect of. No one's gone till they're gone is what got my mother killed, which means I believe my daddy. And so I was thinking to myself, okay, it doesn't matter whether she is or she isn't Troy's actual biological kid. That's not what I'm saying, Dave. Like, I don't care about that. Like, adoption is a real thing and it's a real thing in the show. Right. No, no, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that I think I think she's really proud of her daddy and his philosophy, which we got to see a little bit more of in this episode. I'm not firmly convinced that it's Troy, though. Oh, you think it's like Russell? No, I think that maybe she knew her dad when she was really young and that Troy killed her parents and that now she's like been taken by Troy because she says stuff like oh my dad will do anything to protect me it didn't sound positive necessarily but it didn't sound like she was against it either she said it like she has seen him do stuff right. to protect her I don't know I don't know that she likes him do you Apparently, do you understand what I'm trying to say he chopped her mom's arm off and no. threw her out in the herd <laughs> so I can't believe that was super great for her to see Right. Well, do you think her mom didn't have an arm before that? I'm pretty sure he whacked her arm off and threw her out in the herd. There's more to Tracy than we know, because the St. Christopher medal, she keeps rubbing it. So there's something else to this story. This can't be it. If this is it, I quit. <laughs> I don't think this that's is it, it for her story. That doesn't make any sense. There's too many tells that there's more to the story. There's, yeah. So I think she's his daughter, though. One of them, I believe. I don't know that that's really Troy's daughter. And I mean, like, well, not biologically. I don't care about any of that. I mean, but wait, because it's how she's been raised. If she's been raised with a freaking psychopath, then that's how she's going to behave. Maybe there's not a lot of love there. So how would she know what love is? If Troy is her dad and her mom died, maybe her mom was the only place she got any kind of affection. And Troy, from Troy, she did. So maybe he's, you know, he's her dad and, and she's with him because he's her dad. But he's probably not the most loving, caring, nurturing father. Right. Okay. So but if that's, that's all she, she knows. So that's what she knows. Right. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So, Bridget, let's go with your theory. Then there is this interesting mirror between Troy and Madison because just like Madison, Troy was snatching up at least a baby and trying to give it a better life than Madison's philosophy, which purportedly killed her mother. Let's just throw that out there. Well, okay. So there's a little bit of a mirror of Troy and Madison looking into the same mirror and seeing something in each other. Let me frame it in a slightly different way. I know I'm believing you. I'm just taking well, it. Well, I just, I want to frame it in a slightly different way so that maybe it makes, maybe it makes sense. Mm. Maybe Troy was with them because like we don't know if Troy is legitimately the dad or if she was pregnant before she met Troy. We don't know like the timeline of how long Troy has been around with this girl. Technically she saved him. We don't really know the the real true backstory. So let's say that they were together but let's say much like he does he got her killed and Tracy holds some sort of animosity towards him. This is what I'm trying to say like I don't think that she wants to go back to him. I see. I don't think she wants to be with people who kidnapped her but Mm. I don't know that she wants to go back to him. That's what I'm trying to Going back to the Iron Tire, do you think she was just looking at the trucks, the semi trucks, because she thought it was cool, like the kid, other kid said, or she was trying to get away from him? I think she was trying to get away from him. I don't know that this is real, and you know I don't like to theorize, but there was just something in it that made me feel like, why would you run out? Why are you hiding when they're calling for you? Because Strand hadn't left at that point. He found her in the wilderness, so I assume she was a little bit further out. So there's all of this stuff that's happened that I'm like, do you want to go back with him, or are you trying? Are you trying to get? Re- 
rid of she him too. She did grab the radio and tell him where she was. Okay, true. All right, yep. fair. Okay, and fair, every fair, fair. every emotional beat and excuse she makes for her father seems like she's really really defending him. But maybe you're right. Maybe that's her way of. I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying let's just take your theory on on the merits. She could just be getting in their heads to make them believe that she's getting in their heads so that she wouldn't take them back to him. I I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. There's just something weird about that relationship, and I just don't think we have the full story. And I think we're gonna get a little bit more of that in the next episode from what I've seen. Thomas says, and now Madison is going to travel 1,200 miles to Texas and try to find Walker Alicia. That was one of the things that made me so mad, but also one of my favorite moments when Lucy was like, yeah, I got people who are breathing I need to worry about. Madison, everybody says she's dead. If you were that worried about her, you should have gone to look for her after the stadium or after you were rescued or after anything instead of waiting, what has it been, 7, 8, 12 years or something now, and now she's all worried about finding Alicia? Shut up and stay and fix your mess instead of creating this daughter now chaos that she's dead and then bouncing off to find your dead daughter so you can put her to rest. Shut up. Do something mm-hmm. useful. Now Nick is dead and she knows so she can finally pay attention to Alicia. Oh, Who's dead? snap. Shots fired. I'm going to call like I see it. Hold on. Now let's straighten one thing out. So is that where you think that Madison is going? She's going to find Alicia right now by the end of the episode? Because I got the impression she was going after Troy. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. No, I'm talking about that's what she did in this episode was just fart off and leave everybody to deal with her crap. Took everybody to the truck stop so that Troy would find him there and then she farted off to go find dead Alicia while she should have stayed there and fixed her mess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but just like Dwight in the last episode, the more she gets involved, the more people get hurt. So she figured, all right, I'm gonna just do my own thing. And then she took Daniel with her. No. Well, no, that was definitely not a good move. She's more worried about finding her dead daughter and putting her to rest with Nick than she is about worrying about alive people. That she created the situation they're in. She's gonna start a war and then piss off. Yeah. Like, all right, everybody, fight my war. But I get where she's coming from. It's the same headspace that Dwight was in the last episode. If everything you do ends up making things worse, then what else is there to do? Then she should have died in the diamond. But Dwight didn't start a war. It's not an answer. Dwight didn't turn everybody's world upside down and then just piss off and leave them to deal with it. Dwight had his own business he, he, he ran away from. He didn't start this whole big mess and then leave to go find a dead person. Well, I mean, those two things are separate things too, aren't they? Like, okay, I'm not going to make this worse, so I'm going to leave so that Troy doesn't attack Padre for the sake of trying to get at me. If I leave this situation, it instantly gets better for everybody at Padre. that's not why she left. That's why she left. She left because she wants to find Alicia. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, they're two separate things. One, she left because she ends up making everything worse and she recognized it. She literally got Charlie killed and she she was guilt stricken. She's like, I can't do this anymore. I keep thinking I'm going to make things better and I end up making things worse. Then she's like, let's kill some walkers, which I thought was a really cool sequence with the uh, Motley Crue's live wire. And then she hears that she can get her daughter's yes. remains too, as well as Nick's. What you thought so too? Well, I, I love Motley Crue. So I was yeah. really excited. <laughs> she <laughs> oh, was yesing the music. Killing walkers. Uh, anyway, but my point yeah. is, okay, what else Crazy is she Crazy how she's she just... went through that whole thing without needing her oxygen. Right. I'm sorry. Did you guys You know what? Know? Actually, that's kind of cool. She she's had to hit her oxygen one time damage. in this episode just to remind you just that the writers didn't forget that she has it. It's okay. And it was so it's dramatic nice. too. It was such a dramatic. It was like pause and then. And it wasn't even after like <laughs> exerting herself in any way. It was purely for dramatic effect. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can, I have an answer to that, but it almost even doesn't do. matter. No, it do. almost <laughs> even doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you guys are not going to appreciate it. Maybe you're onto something with that. Look, she is a selfish. I don't think she is. I have I, been I saying this since season one. At the end of last week when she just took off and 
left everybody because that's what June said. I mean, uh, Sherry said when they went to get Dwight, she started this mess and then she just left. And now we're left holding the bag, having to deal with Strand and Troy, who is there for Madison, not for any of them. He can say Padre all he wants, but he's there to mess with Madison. But instead of her staying and dealing with her past, Victor and Lucy are the only other ones that know Troy. But now everybody else is having to deal with him. Because she just and to your left. point. Everybody has a different reaction to that, too. But most of them agree that even with Lucy knowing about Troy, she says, give that girl back to Troy to avoid further issues. Eventually, everybody comes to that conclusion, too, even though they don't know Troy. But Lucy knowing Troy says, give that guy back. Daniel's the only one who steps in and says, don't give that girl back. But his agenda is different, though. G. Wilson's as much of an a-hole. Tracy kind of wasn't this episode. She's leads ahead of Dakota. Yes, I agree. What do you guys think? I like Tracy. Yep. She's a little spitfire. Let's make her the star of the next spinoff. I'm down with that because she's a cool little kid i'm team tracy yep <laughs> tracy Otto. thomas says every show should have a character have character cosplayers alicia cosplayers saving the world we need writer See, cosplayers trolling what? we got alicia stands in the show they managed to write that in there <laughs> okay jason Cohn. interesting factoid it's funny that they use the lighthouse as a reference point in real life it's just down the river from the location uses padre <laughs> actually the lighthouse was also kind of a callback to seven one because that's where strand and will went when they went to look for alicia was it the in the beacon the lighthouse that was in the middle of the park in the middle of a land but that was fun okay that was a fun factoid look at the lighthouse remember the lighthouse good luck finding it in all these channels of weeds and swamps and reeds and rushes i mean good luck finding it again but okay just like a random lighthouse in the middle of the water but what direction (laughs) do you go from there anyway david cron says i did not mind the alicia posse somebody finally doesn't mind something that was the dumbest thing was that the dumbest thing yes yes that was the dumbest thing the alicia cosplayer was the how cool would it have been for Sarah to step down out of Swati? Oh my right? goodness. <laughs> right? Yeah. G. Will- G. Wilson says, didn't Tracy say her mother was a walker that almost bit Madison? Yes. Yes. God, what a disappointment she didn't get bit. How poetic would that have been? AJ Abbott says, if Tracy ends up being Alicia's daughter after all this S, I will buy the season on DVD just to burn it. <laughs> Thomas says they said that there will be a major character death in the finale. I wonder if it'll be on screen or off. Ooh, shots fired. Takira says, oh, this is fear. It'll be off screen. Never mentioned. Oh, actually, it'll be mentioned in dialogue repeatedly mm-hmm. and plainly. And with detail. It'll be because they wouldn't let Strand help them. <laughs> yep. Again, Thomas says also, Bridget, you haven't answered me. You really watch this crap twice? Rather wash my testicles with a cheese grater. It's a lemon <laughs> zester. <laughs> Rhonda says... <laughs> It'll hurt more. Karanza says... Also, I thought Tracy was Alicia's, but I have no clue after this episode. Yeah. And it, it probably doesn't even matter. Thomas says, I don't think any of the actors want to go back to anyone in this. Thomas says, also, and how the F did Alicia get the M-Rap? Uh, it was left very far away. Seven years. She might have gotten it. Althea died off screen and she bequeathed <laughs> it to her in her will. So that's how she got the M-Rap. And it wasn't that far down the road because one of the Alicia cosplayers say, we showed up to the tower as it was still burning. Right. And then they got the M-Rap. So it wasn't, it wasn't that far away like years that's where my down the road or anything. Happened and they went back and forth the... three times in that episode. What? Why did they not get in the MRAP and drive away instead of getting on rafts and floating to Florida? I, I guess that's <laughs> what they did. I don't know. They I didn't mean, have geography. <laughs> Somebody did. Alicia saved these people. Alicia was like, God, I am sick of you people. Get away from me. I'm going to go start my own band of Alicia cosplayers and we're going <laughs> to go out and be like Robin Hoods or something. And what? She shared her whole wardrobe. You may be onto something on that with that one, though, that she, it was time for her to move on. I think that's what Alicia was trying to do well she's pretty rude about it all you fuckers get on 
on rafts float away. I just float down the river. <laughs> and to be fair, part of what Morgan had found was that at least where they were on the water, that was a clear path or sort of way out of the fallout. Typical so, Morgan, just always clearing. It was like the only thing you, I, I'm remembering this so clearly. It was like the only thing you kind of liked because A, it meant that he would end, eventually leave the show as well. <laughs> like, oh, he's still around for a couple episodes in season eight. Damn it. Anyway, G. Wilson says, not going to lie, Sharon, I kind of, I kind of agree. I get Madison's love for her daughter, but after the season seven finale, when she told Morgan she didn't want to look for her, that told me all I needed to know. Thomas says, she's not coming from anywhere. She's dead. This is all a dream. No. Which somebody no, said. No, we will not Dallas. We will never Dallas. Stop. It's not the Bob Newhart show. Shout out to Seth LaRusso for saying, well, let's let the audience vote that it was all a dream and John and June will wake up in the cabin. I'm totally down with that. I'm, I'm down, down with that, that but it's not the show. It's not how it works. We have to suffer for our happy ending. June wakes up and John not. is in the shower. John is Bobby Ewing. <laughs> I dreamt you were dead. <laughs> You're so silly. Someone shot you, JR. <laughs> it's Junior. John Dory Jr. You got it. Or Junior. Oh, and they wake. Oh, I just, I, I'm going to add a little nugget to See, your dream sequence. We're better writers. Why didn't we write the show? Because this is the and ending. And I just ripped off Dallas. Terrible. That's all that just Terrible. Happened. Terrible. Thomas says she left because she saw the next couple of scripts and <laughs> realized they're crap. <laughs> Jason Cohn says, finally, some info instead of shade. I'm a little sad about this episode. It's still shade. <laughs> I filmed the standoff scene when the trucks pull into the gas station. We jump out. We draw M16s on Madison Strand. My position didn't make the final edit still had a blast on set that day though awesome oh, i'm sorry jason That's yeah awesome. i mean sorry listen it's awesome you were there and it's I'm awesome you were there got cut yeah and when i met you you had nothing but great things to say about this though and it sounded like you had a ton of fun and i kind of <laughs> wished i was there jason we're I'm never jealous. complaining about you ever when we talk about our complaints we love you no, actors are amazing. i think you can tell yeah, yeah we love the actors cast and crew all did a fantastic job yeah don't speak for me the writing's brilliant this episode <laughs> <laughs> okay, Crickets. I took it a little far. I took it a little far on that one. I'm sorry. You couldn't even get through that with a straight face. I really didn't mind this episode. Don't there's a lot of now. You said it. There's a lot of good things uh, about this episode, especially yeah, the dialogue the in some spots. The ending credits. The way they say Surely the words just, were great. Surely you did. No, just, I'll sir. get into it. Francis says, I also appreciate the Motley Crue scene. I see. Thank you. AJ says to quote Dwight, sounds like Madison's problem. And Luciana, by the way, too. AJ says Tracy versus Judas spinoff series. Each. I don't want to see that. I actually read an article where they were that. saying that Judith and Tracy were going to be the next generation of good and evil. They could share a closet, though, because they're out. They really could. They're both Grimeses. AJ says, Alicia Cosby is fresh out of Comic-Con. Can I have your autograph, Madison? <laughs> okay, so for real. Points, points, points. <laughs> that scene made me think of Terminator when Kyle meets Sarah Connor for the first time, and he's all starstruck because it's John Connor's mom. That was exactly how I felt when they met Madison. I'm like, oh my god, Madison's supposed to be Sarah Connor. <laughs> she was so rude to them too. And they did not mind <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. We love Thank you, you anyway. Madison. May I have another? <laughs> and then she steals their car. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was the part that I was like, whoa, you stole their car. We'll stay and protect Padre. That kind of tracks what though, doesn't wanted. it? <laughs> My favorite line. Are you ready? Legitimately or like? No. <laughs> no of course not. Of course not. 
<laughs> Nothing's legitimate. When Strand said, I thought you were, and she goes, Alicia Clark, I get that a lot. From who? From, from, from who? Okay, I get that, that a was, lot. Th- that was a little sus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like when that you give yourself sus. a nickname and you're like, well, my friends call me this. And your friends are like, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. like, no, yeah, no people one calls you calling that. me that. <laughs> Guys, people do. It's a very do. good name. Some are saying it's the best name. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. <laughs> anyway, Tegir says, I finally figured out who I would be in the apocalypse with the Alicia cosplayers. I could see it. G. Wilson says, I wonder how everyone who brings up Strand getting that family killed in S7 are going to react to Troy harming the families at the ranch in S3 and Madison almost killing Tracy and Daniel allowing it. <sighs> so she's talking about the cosplayers, right? I think they've kind of heard in everything, really. They were there when they were about to kill Tracy, Daniel, and, and they still were like, whoa, um, we're big fans. All Madison. right. Biggest character assassination of the show right there you just said it mm-hmm. daniel uh no i don't madison I don't so. i'm gonna kill this little girl daniel like all right here you go have Let me tie her up not for even you. that kill he's her. like he's so judgmental during he's like you sure you got the stomach for that <laughs> 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 which did crack me up i think it's quite an interesting choice though especially for daniel whom befriended charlie saw her as a, as a second daughter lucy also sure but we're not talking about that we're talking about what would be the thing that makes him break bad essentially and if you weigh these two things down, Daniel was traumatized as a child, saw the bodies of children floating down the river. He has no problem killing. He's used to it. And so if it meant getting back at Troy, he would do it for the sake of Ophelia's death. I, I don't see Daniel of now. Our I Daniel, think it's interesting. I do not think that Daniel would kill a little girl for the sins of her father. I think he was doing it. If that was the case, he would have killed Charlie way back when they sent her into a spy on in his car. It's oppositional to his own story arc, Dave, because if we go all the way back to season three, he did not want Ophelia to be like him. Mm-hmm. He wanted the opposite. That would be as though people were judging Ophelia based on his sins. That's not ever what he wanted for her. Right. So it's, right. it's like counterintuitive to his entire story arc going all the way back to the beginning. Yes. Is this reminiscent of the type of attitude he used to have? Sure. But it goes against exactly what he believes in. I refuse to believe that her smart ass remark to him in the car about and got your daughter killed, I refuse to believe that that was enough trigger to make Daniel kill a little girl. Well, and saying that o- Ophelia was going to poison people, she said that because that's what her dad told her. Right, and Daniel knows that. She wasn't there for any of that. Exactly, Daniel knows that. And I think Daniel would have no problem killing Troy with a smile on his face, but I don't see him murdering his child out of vengeance. Yes, we know Daniel is capable of gruesome things, but it was for a purpose, not because he found enjoyment out of it. No, no, it was for a purpose, and the purpose is to make Troy suffer. I'm saying his past, what he did in the past, didn't bring him enjoyment. Daniel has grown from that. He's not that person anymore, so... Right. I see that as the biggest character assassination on this show, of this episode. And he's not going to make a child pay for their father's sins. He didn't even try to stop Madison. Not only did he not try, he was like, here, here you go, take her, let it bite her, Don't, don't worry about it. But it does make Victor right about what he was suspecting about Daniel. And then she runs away, and she's like, my dad was right. They just tried to kill me. So, I mean, can you blame her? I don't know how she's going to run all the way back to Savannah, but... (laughs) The reason why they ran away was initially because Victor has suspected that June Atal would kill her, which I'm not convinced of, but it ends up... That was the other thing. No, they weren't going to hurt that kid. Well, see, that's the Uh... thing. But going back to to 
what I was going to say was that the interesting thing is she he ends up driving her to the exact people he shouldn't have, Daniel and Madison, whom end up being the people that would kill her and are capable of killing her. I just find the choice very interesting because to me, people backsliding into their past is totally believable. But Madison going the extra mile, I didn't like it. But given some of the things that we were saying about her being the villain that nobody's going to like by the end of this, I kind of liked it. I wasn't surprised at all by Madison. I was though. That's why I liked it. If there's two choices and this is the right thing and this is the wrong thing, Madison's always going to do the wrong thing. And I'm never surprised by that. But I don't think killing a child is Daniel going back to anything. When has he ever killed a child maliciously? So no, I, I wanted to clarify that. What I meant by that was, is that I don't think it's outside his comfort zone per se, but I do think what's in his comfort zone is vengeance. Well, he's capable. Yeah. And I think given a push, he might be, oh, thank you, Bridget. Can you agree with me on something? Well, he is capable. <laughs> he is a killer. Yeah. We know this. Right. Right. But given a push by the right person. I'm not person, arguing that. What I'm the arguing right reason. is that I don't think that he would kill a child because it would right. be like killing Ophelia. Right. I think he's not seeing that in the moment. And I think that's totally realistic. I guess you? that I'm not wrapping my head around that. Ophelia was literally just brought up. So why would she not be fresh in his mind? I see. And I think that's because he's misinterpreting the signals. I think there's a part of him that isn't thinking about the virtues of what he was trying to impart on, on Ophelia. Don't be like me. He's thinking that man is responsible for her dying. So and I'm going to kill get- his daughter? Just to make him suffer, which Those he dots says don't connect. To it me. would be more believable to me if Daniel just stole her and was like, "I'm going to raise you to be a decent person." Like that yeah. to me, like checks yeah. out more. Yeah, him stealing her and taking her back to Padre and letting her be raised up among regular kids and yeah. regular people. I could see that, but letting Madison let her, the kid get bitten. No, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I do. I okay. don't know. Maybe maybe this is like Here, something where I wanna, we have to disagree. I want to play a game. Then I want to play a game, Dave. Okay. Will you <laughs> please just to me then the mm. very first scene of this episode because right out the gate this is actually why I didn't like this episode because I am tired of this same story arc again and again and again we're against Strand Strand's the worst blah 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 oh, I actually okay. hated the dialogue that June delivered I don't hate June but that what she you've got to be joking one y'all don't even know Troy you've literally never met him he was dead as far as you knew so you are not the authority on what he would and would not do. Why don't you trust someone who's actually met him? Someone who, by the way, you haven't seen in 10 years. And then yet, when you're on a boat, you're like, oh, Troy can't change, but you can? You just said he didn't change. I loved all of those things. I loved all of it because they don't trust Victor for crap because because Victor was the one who put them through hell. They established that in Anton too, again. She was there at the tower while he threw people off the tower right. and made every bad decision that led to the tower's downfall, which cast them all out and caused the wind to be where they're at now. So of course she doesn't believe them. But my biggest issue with that speech was when Victor threw it back in her face that, you know, you had people die too the first time we met you. There's a slight difference between June leaving to go find her daughter medicine and her daughter turning and killing people and Victor actively throwing people off the roof of a tower. That comparison, no, Victor, no, you were wrong there. That was completely wrong. But that 
establishes the theme of this episode, which took me a while to find. And it was, it's literally what Victor says with Tracy in the woods as they meet Madison. The truth lies somewhere in between. And you can see that all the way down the line as people are arguing against each other about second chances and making good come out of something bad. And what I liked about that dialogue is it makes everybody right, but also not everybody not right as well. Everybody's done something. Even when he's delivering the line about everybody has done something and he looks at Dwight and Dwight kind of looks down a little bit. Yeah, he killed so many in the name of Negan. Everybody has done something. And yes, you're right. Obviously, you're right. Victor has obviously done horrendous things, which makes this episode great because the chickens come home to roost. When it comes time to really tell people, almost in response to what you were saying, Bridget, when it comes time to say, hey, I know this guy. He's a psychopath. He's like, no, no, no. But you're a a psychopath. No, I have issues. It's different. But still, at the same time, it's believable to me for people to say, no, you don't get a second chance. That line was funny. Not after what you did. That line was funny. It's not that. What bothers me about this is why are we doing this again? Why is he the villain again? I don't understand. How are we going this route again? This is so stupid. We just did this. Uh, Okay, okay. Are you asserting that Victor is is being villainous in this episode? I don't I'm no, not sure. I don't There's think he is, but everyone but is treating do. him that way. And it's because almost like the rightfully is like, here, let's make Victor the villain again. I can see where they're coming from because he is a villain to them. He did royally screw them over. Now, for like, us, the audience, we, for us, I mean, I guess. on from this, though? It would be less believable if they did believe him and decided to give him a sec- second chance. To me, I thought it was great that they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get where they were coming from. and But I don't think Victor is the villain of this. No, I don't think so. This at all is he making bad decisions again? Possibly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what's going on. You know, he didn't. Yeah, he sure. didn't learn from his past bad decisions. But this time, instead of making decisions because he needs to impress or not impress Alicia, I never really understood what was going on there in season seven. This time, he's doing it because he's trying to protect something. Right. Instead, so I mean, I totally get that. I totally understand that. I'm their response. No, I think this is baffling. This is baffling to me. What is baffling about it, though? There are so many other things to talk about in this show and yet this is what we're spending like 15 minutes on at the beginning of the episode is this again okay there's a reason for that though because it it really does go to what june says in the boat you deserve a second chance and troy doesn't this is one thing that i noticed in and we said this a little bit about him in anton because i feel like they're gonna get to this point where like do we trust him or do we not has troy actually maybe changed and maybe the version that we're seeing on screen right now is him sort of doing a sort of Daniel backslide in this episode. Maybe every scene we see him in and doing all this crazy, dumb, sociopathic stuff. That would make sense if Troy didn't then immediately kill a bunch of people. So even in this episode, no, but that's what I'm saying. it undoes even the setup you're saying that it, this is doing in the future. But in Troy's perspective, he's doing it because he needs a place to live and to be safe for his daughter. So in his right. perspective, he's not killing people is, is what he has to do, just like everybody in our groups had to do to survive right. and get safe places we see him as the bad guy well i mean some people do i actually think he's hilarious but i think he's a bad guy too but whatever some people think he's the bad guy but his motivations have changed because now he has a kid to care for just like strand's motivations have changed because now he has a kid to care for but if you've been scarred by these people you're not going to understand that change or accept it possibly especially if you're just coming up on them they knew strand seven years ago when he tortured them basically tortured their existence and caused many of them to die and psychologically physically so yeah. they are very upset at him but he's changed because he found someone to love and care for and the same thing is happening
happened with Troy. Troy was a freaking psychopath, but he's changed because now he's found someone that he has to motivate him in a different way. Right. The only difference is that we're not seeing that point of view. Right. And I don't mind that we don't. It's the same thing that we've always said about Negan, That's right? That's all right. Well, I, I disagree. I think this was garbage, but it's fine. Oh, I mean, it's I okay. agree with you. <laughs> you can still land <laughs> on the same it's point. Bad. It's bad and it's bad writing. And I'm tired of going over the same damn story over and over again. Move on. There's other stuff to talk about. Well, I feel that way about the whole Strand Alicia thing. That was all of season seven was I got to... And six too. Attract Alicia and or keep her away or want her to be proud of me or want her to... I don't know what the hell. That was the same complaint I had during seven. But he's doing the same thing here too. It's because it's what Alicia would want. Oh, is the same complaint I had during seven. One, that they undid all of the character development that had happened for that character in one fail swoop to be like, oh, he's the bad guy again. Remember, guys? Remember he's a con man? Remember? It's so depressing to watch. What even happened? We're just right back at square one with every character. Let me hit on that. That I 100% agree with you on. It is depressing. To me, what you're talking about is upsetting. The dialogue back and forth, the dialogue back and forth between June and Victor was upsetting. It was upsetting to see two characters whom Victor, I want a redemption for him too. Uh, just to your point on the last episode. And also you were saying it about Madison when everybody was gone, but also with... I do want that for Madison, but I don't know. Well, clearly we're not going to get it. Everybody happened to be not on the show when you said it. So I don't know I if know, you believe I'll say it. it. I don't care. I do want that for Madison because I then would like for once out. for her to do right by her freaking daughter. And what does she yeah, do? Yeah, no, I agree. She finally wants to do right by her daughter and her daughter's dead. So what's the freaking point? Which she says in this episode, I have nobody else left to disappoint. Does and she I I liked think it. Alicia would want her risking everything that they've been no. building no. to go find her and put her down. No. no, that's doing exact opposite of what Alicia would have wanted. I don't think she cares. And I think yeah, that's because real. She's terrible. She is terrible. That's the thing. I think everybody is terrible, though. OK, hold on, because <laughs> this is going to get me sus. I think everybody has the capacity to be, to be terrible. And I think people do terrible things. I agree. Especially when they're grief. Everybody in the Some universe does terrible things. That's fine. She's just a terrible person overall. I agree to disagree. Agree. But but hitting on your point, I do think she's doing terrible things, increasingly terrible things. And I'll even go further. I think she's dragging everybody else down with her. Anybody that she, that's within reach. I'm sorry. She self-sabotages. Are you talking Madison. about the show or real life? As Madison's definitely bringing the whole show down. Sorry, said it. Oh, our show? Yeah. <laughs> our no. show? No, I, our I think show it's, right now? Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know. <laughs> Here. No, but it is depressing, <laughs> but it's also compelling to me. I really, I, there's something fascinating about watching this character implode or sorry, explode. Well, because again, yeah. anybody in her vicinity is affected by this. You know how the dead bite or scratch or kill somebody and they come back and become undead also? Madison is doing that with people. Madison is doing that with Daniel. Daniel's like, hey, Madison, you uh, sure you have the stomach for this? And she's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to kill this kid. I gotta tell you, there's something spooky about seeing a character go further down a hole. It's like I said in the last episode. I said, what's fascinating to me is it's brought up in this episode. Episode. What does Madison become when she has no one left to disappoint? Meaning, without the kids she was meant to protect, to be that for those kids. She's still disappointing plenty of people. Well, and so that's the thing. I think she's on a vicious... I, and again, you may not like this, and I think you're right. And I think you're right to not like this at all. But like for me, it's to me, it's really compelling. It's really, really compelling. It's depressing, but it's compelling. But everybody's really upset. <laughs> 
I mean, I am. So, I'm mad. Rachel's going to make sounds or no, no sounds. I wish I had a bucket of popcorn right now. I'm so disgusted <laughs> at how the show has gone. Mm-hmm. I really try not to get angry and I really try to like every episode. I mean, I really do. I know you guys maybe don't believe me, but I really try to No, I believe you. I believe you. Of course I believe but you. But it's just so bad. And I dealt with it, you know, like whatever. People hated season four and five, blah, blah, blah. I like seasons four and five, but now everybody hates it. I don't hate it. I, I've been liking the last few episodes. I like this episode. I'm not everybody, though. I feel like we're all getting laughed at because we like this show, yeah, you know? That's Are you kidding feels- me? I'm telling people I like this episode. I'm an idiot. And they're like, here, I'll spoon feed you this garbage and you're yeah. going to take it. I can't believe I'm even going to say this out loud, but I actually thought Strand had a point and maybe Bridget is on board with this. I think keeping Tracy at Padre was a great idea for all the reasons that he said. From a viewer standpoint, I do agree with what Bridget's saying. We've seen this storyline, but also from a character standpoint, I can see why there is distrust for Strand. At the end of the day, I think they should have still recognized that his plan was solid. Having Tracy there prevented an attack from this group of people. Giving her back? What is that going to accomplish? Not only that, but Rachel, they were willing to kill Strand over this. Yeah, that escalated very quickly. Well, very. I like that a lot. They were turning him over again. They're still scarred. Sure, they were able to put it behind him for seven years because they didn't see him. What did we say about Maggie and Negan, right? She was able to put Negan behind her because she didn't see him for years and years and years. And then when she came back to Alexandria and all of a sudden she's face to face with him and all that crap comes back up. So that's what happened here. They haven't seen Strand in seven years. For all they know, he's dead. Good riddance. Bye. See you later. To Maggie's credit, she didn't try to kill Negan. I feel like I started this, by (laughs) the way. But she would have. She wasn't against it. Right. No, she wasn't against it, but she didn't work as All of a sudden, either. here's Strand back in their lives, and everything is topsy-turvy, and people are attacking them, and he's bringing kidnapped kids to their island. and So I totally get why they don't want him or her there. They just want him to, like, just get out of here. Go away. Get him out of here. I mean, when they were in the hotel, like, they all agreed to take him in and move everyone at the hotel to Padre. Because they had nowhere else to go, because Troy- And these were his the... people, too. Right. So was the plan always to invite him in and then kick him out eventually. But the plan wasn't to have him be back in charge. That was the thing. Right. He wasn't going to be in charge and he wasn't going to bring this kid in there that would get them possibly attacked because Troy might attack them, get his kid back. Right. got to find out where they are first. And Victor <laughs> ended up being right too. Right. Because the lighthouse. Hopefully he never comes across that lighthouse. As far as willing to kill Strand over it, you know what? Turn him over. He's caused this problem and brought her here. Let's give him back if they've got a problem with him because he would have done the same thing to us seven years ago. Go. If right, they want right. to rally together and kill someone, it should be Madison. I mean, I totally 100% agree with you. But Madison extricated herself. No. That's she what was. I wanted she to hit bounced. her. All the more reason to find her and kill her. Bitch, it you started this It wasn't very crap. hard. I'm going to end it. Strand found her right after he jumped know, right? off a boat. Just, just, just follow the Motley crew. crew. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm struggling with this is because, let's be honest, and let's, let's Have we realistically- not been? <laughs> Brutally. Well, let's realistically look at these characters. No. None of these characters are good people. Yes. Isn't that yes. the whole point of the show? Everybody's great. But that's great. why this is so unrealistic that they're like, but you, you're the worst of the us. Worst. Even though yes. we're all horrible. Right. But I do understand their point because they were put through a hell by Strand, especially June, who was stuck in the tower with him. I guess because the season was so bad, 
God, I just don't even care that it happened. And made to suffer in silence, too. I hated that season so much. That's I just what I was saying before. You don't care. Like, I don't you don't care, care even the reasons. But at Dwight this and Sherry no, maybe not I'm so, so much angry. because they I'm were so in and out. But June was in the tower watching him cause all these problems and torture all these people and cost her her father-in-law, basically. And because Charlie of what he was got doing. sick because of him. And yeah. Charlie. And Charlie. Morning Cloak. So, I mean, I totally get why they're like, oh, you're out of here, buddy. Get out of here. I should reiterate. I didn't like this back and forth. I didn't like that they were railing on my strand who I hoped had a redemption arc coming. But at the same time, it's valid. And even Victor was valid, too, in his points. I definitely think their feelings are valid. I would also be hesitant having Strand be in charge of things. Yeah. But he can, like, be there with his little family over here. Go over there and do your thing. But he wasn't. And that's the point. He yeah. just made the point that June and Dwight and Sherry don't know Troy. So Strand could mm. just be telling them, oh, he's going to hurt me or he's going to kill me if you send me back. But they don't know that because they don't know Troy. Oh, it's like Negan, too. <laughs> the Croat wants me dead. June probably doesn't care if Troy kills Strand. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's the point. Strand yeah, no, will be saying that, that just to save his own ass, you know, so he doesn't. Yeah. He, and that would, they could that not would believe be him. within his character to lie. To well, we also skin. saw him almost kill him, too, in Anton. So it was, it's not it's completely believable that Troy would. Well, kill they Strand, like, yeah, they the they busted in at the at the last second there. They right. didn't see the whole amp up. But but still, yeah, it's quite the amp, ramp up too. yeah. Oof. I yeah. mean, all those people had to leave because Troy would have killed them had they stayed. And yet they're like, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, he's not gonna be, he's not gonna be fine. This guy does suck. You guys yeah. know it. Their whole colony was taken over by him. He was like waltzed in and he's like, this is mine now. Yeah. And Strand is a bad guy. I am fine with that. Strand messed them all up so bad they wouldn't even take food. They'd rather die. So that's, <laughs> I mean, right. I, it's not in my head canon, but it's fine. Well, we're not talking about specific people, but again, why I like this episode <laughs> the most is that. Because you knew I was certain- going to get mad. No, with as much as they've forgotten, and it's just tying this in in a bow, at least, with as much as they have forgotten or the people they have forgotten, at least with, listen, credit where credit is due. They didn't forget about the tower. They didn't give him a second chance. I loved that. I love that they didn't do this, maybe, uh, is it that the like same thing over and over again. Fourth chance? That's what I'm saying. He's not getting another chance. And I like that. Don't do the things over and over again. Things don't have to repeat. Sometimes people don't deserve second chances. And I'm sorry, it sounds like I'm yelling at you, but I'm not. But I'm just really... <laughs> Really amped. I'm really amped about this. I'm amped okay. about the I was fact that there was this... yelling at you like five minutes. I know. Ago, I've, so been, I've been. No, no. I'm not. Episode, I'm not yelling at so. any of you. I'm just really excited about just this point. Is that it's so exciting to see this back and forth between June and, and Strand, and them both being right, and the and the truth being somewhere in between. There's something so compelling about that. And rem- callbacks to the FEMA shelter going out to get meds. Her daughter being the reason why all those people are killed. And yeah, she didn't mean for it to happen, but it happened. It was horrible. Again. Objectively horrible. That strand was comparing apples and crab apples there because they're vaguely similar, but very I different. didn't think that that was but what he was a referring strata, to. But there's a strata, right? Yeah, he was referring to the Referring FEMA. to the FEMA camp. Yeah, I when they he met. Was because he said I thought he was referring to Padre into... and the like testing on people. And that's what I thought he was talking about. Oh, no. Well, he said when we first sure. met. When we he first said met. when we first met. Oh, okay. All right. Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also thought he was talking about Alicia almost getting killed. He may not know about the experiment stuff because he wasn't at Padre. He was off living in the hotel. So that's he right. may not know anything about true. the that's experimental true. stuff. Okay, that's fair. Dwight and Sherry know. Yeah. Hey, June and the did experimentation was under duress. I mean, she wasn't choosing to... That was... Well, and nobody's arguing that. Forced. And all of this yeah. is uncomfortable. Did you see June's little wooden finger in this episode? She did have it on. If you could I didn't catch it. I was it a too busy things. looking everywhere. Yeah. I was too busy being <laughs> Everywhere else. I wanted to go to your point about fast travel. And it's something mm-hmm. I did think about <laughs> and did annoy me. 
f-ing timelines. Fast travel. <laughs> this includes the lighthouse, sure. The the oh, remember the lighthouse. But this also includes fast traveling to far off places where it's colder in what seems to be short spans of time, etc. But it just occurs to me with so few episodes left, this episode didn't even give me the attention span required to harp on that. No. There was so much going on in this episode. And we introduced that was jam-packed. Brand new characters. Also, Why? and that's that's a, that's another thing I liked about this episode. So, something that I said two episodes ago, I think it was. What I really liked about this last half of the season was that we were slowly getting more and more people on the screen. They had the right mix of people on the screen. However, and I'm not sure how you feel about this. No, really, I'm, I'm asking. I think, to your point, maybe there was a little too many characters either introduced or too many on the screen at the same time. This is a, quite the ensemble. I would rather have Sarah and Wendell than have whatever fresh hell this is. Thank you. I get it. Bring Sarah back. We don't need three Alicia cosplayers. I get it. Cool. You wanted to do that storyline? You should have done it earlier. You should have started it at the beginning of this chapter. Have Sarah come in with doing the Alicia cosplay. She can have a metal arm and wear the Alicia style clothes and be driving swatty. Why don't we do that? Bring back a character we know and care about that we have been screaming about all season instead of bringing in these three strangers that we don't even care about and now next episode oh God, we'll we never see him again. Comments. G. Wilson's, yes. I, that's what I'm saying. We got to start reading comments. Yeah. When they introduce the Alicia cosplayers and she starts telling these stories about Alicia after we all thought she was dead. And yes, I understand that episode was left very open-ended. Everybody was like, what happened? Did she really die? Did she not? Da, 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 da. So Did this confirms- magically wake up on the that beach she was healed? It, thank you. <laughs> so this confirms that what we saw in that ending episode, she just wakes up. She's magically healed. Oh, look at the it's color true. back in my cheeks. And- the air is suddenly clear and like, what? Guys, she gave birth to Tracy right on that beach. And what? she just, right in wa- the dread she just waddled right. off. Pirate Roberts. <laughs> Look, the whole reason they left was because True. it was on fire and the nice nuclear Bridget. zombies were going to spread nuclear zombie smoke all over the place. That's why they all had to leave. But yet Alicia can go back and find people and they're yep. okay. I don't, what? What? I don't know. That doesn't bother me. What actually bothers me about that though, a little bit is swatty. <laughs> not even that they got the fuel from the generators according to whatever to, to to be able to drive long distances with swati alicia went in and Such got a all the gasoline though. and everything they needed and she went in the burning tower and got it all herself oh we're alicia stands that makes no freaking sense. Well, then Alicia had to use a breathing mask too, like her mom. After that'd that. be ironic. Be hard to hold with that metal hand. <laughs> <laughs> to your point, what I didn't like about this episode was I would have preferred them leaving that piece out, making her either more nebulous, and they may still do that. They may be making a total story up about this supposed Alicia, but then again, she told her all about their mother. No, they could have learned about it on the tape. They did learn about her on Instead. the tape because they were they wore the tape out they watched it so many times I actually to my point Dread Pirate Roberts I want this to be not even Alicia that's what I'm saying I want it to be someone who says they're Alicia you Clark. literally femsplay me two episodes in a row it's Al it's Al it's Al Alicia and yeah and it could be Al by the way that is doing all this why not I'm sorry but Al and Isabel are off living in their little cozy cottage cozy together. shack right not being attacked by the CRM hope they're not in Texas they found a baby right. somewhere in their Tennessee, the mountains. Anyway, whatever. Well, I hope they didn't ca- they were get pretty caught close in the to flash me, freeze either. So wait, let, let me finish my, sh- my <laughs> thought, though. Stop right where you stand. <laughs> With regards to Alicia, though, that's not how I want to find out that if she happens to be alive and if these ladies are telling the truth. 
That's not how I want to find out about this. To your points, off screen. Mm-hmm. That's not the reveal I want. I really do not think that ADC is coming back. I, mean, I don't think I so don't either. Think I don't think so back. either. I think they all but confirmed that she's dead. <laughs> Here's my prediction. They're going to be reunited because Madison's going to die. And the last thing we're going to see is the three of them with our backs to us walking off into heaven or some crap, all reunited together. And we'll have stand-ins for Nick and Alicia and Madison walking in the middle and they all go off together and that's or everybody gets abducted by aliens. I'm down for alien abduction. I, I don't think you'd be a better writer for this show, but I think that would be better. It does than really maybe play into the space spore thing, though. <laughs> and then they play space junk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then writing. Tobias comes down. Yes. And he's it's like, Tobias. Yes. And he's Tobias like, is the leader of the aliens. Go. And he's just my like, my planet needs me. <laughs> and then he takes <laughs> out. He just poochies his way out. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And he's like, and he's like, I told you. Dave missed it. Yes. He'll catch it in the edit. Dave, you missed it. You missed my ending. Good. It was good. it was really good. Does Tobias die? No, he goes, I have okay, to go. Bye. My planet You're needs right. me. And then he just shoots up into the air. Oh, you know, actually, that's not so bad. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I like it. Somebody is going to be Randy Quaid and fly their plane into the mothership and say, in the immortal words of my generation, up yours. yours. <laughs> right. Goodbye and thanks for all the fish. And then June could help out with the up yours because she's already missing the finger. She only has to bend one down, you know. She's just yeah. tossing. <laughs> I'm giving you the finger. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she might even chop off her middle finger and just her, toss it. Take it off and throw the wooden yeah. finger at exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> says, since we're bringing up the actor so much in this episode, I want to shout out Coleman Domingo. Yes. I he had him. a movie this Friday. Rustin. I love him. Again, Ooh. the acting, yep. most of the acting is fantastic. 99%. Yeah. First lead role on a feature film, and I'm so proud of him. Oh, I should say also, one little factoid about this episode was when Tracy was pointing on the map right before they get out of the car or right before they eject Victor out of the car. That was funny. She is pointing to Coleman Lake. I thought that was kind of cute. Cute. That was funny. They're still in Georgia. They just happen to be really further west of where Savannah is for sure, obviously. Really far into space and time because there's no other reason that it's frozen. Uh, Tobias beamed them everywhere in this episode. I live in the South and yes, we do get freezes. It does get cold, but it lasts maybe a day or two. Mm-hmm. And it can happen fast, but not enough to flash freeze you in your tracks. No. I'm sorry. That's not going to Are there like mountainous regions of Georgia? Yeah, like, it's like, still not going to flash it freeze like they were anybody up in the mountains. It's still not going to flash freeze anybody in place. AJ says, I guess Alicia Cosplay are trying to do some Disney World crap. Quote, come to the MRAP and take a picture with Alicia. It's <laughs> 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 <To> curious. <laughs> I feel like the cosplayers know exactly who Madison is, and I think they're okay with it for some reason. Takira says, I was not surprised at all that Daniel did that. <laughs> I'm sure he's done worse, and he's so angry and wanted to get back at Troy right now. I think. Thank you. Thomas says, Daniel has effing dementia. No, quote unquote, magical juice cures dementia. Um, Excuse me, that's Yerba Mate. I almost bought some of that the other day just so I could take a picture of it. <laughs> oh, whoever it's has that Daniel bad, in Secret Santa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Rachel, I think I might want to trade with you, but we'll see. <laughs> Rachel? I feel like I was too. No, Rachel is not allowed to trade. No, she's allowed to trade. <laughs> no, it's not fair. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I'll give her up. Okay, I think it's gonna be so but, good to just. Yep. I if know you waver, rip into her. <laughs> Anyway, AJ says Daniel needs some memory juice to help him remember he's not the guy to kill a kid like that. Rebuttal. <laughs> walking, 
Walking Dead channel says, the three girls who saved Strand telling him about Alicia, I don't think they were all that the way honest. Oh, okay. One of those girls, by the way, is Scott Gimple's wife in real life. Oh, really? I don't know which one. Oh. What? The only one that seems appropriate was the one who was driving. Yeah. Because the other ones seem far too young. That's the one that <laughs> popped in my head too, yeah. yeah. I want her beauty regime. G. Wilson says, as someone who lost a, as someone who lost a daughter himself, Daniel encouraging Madison to kill Trace. Well, it was more the other way around. It was Madison encouraging Daniel. Because Madison's the one who said it. And Daniel's like, I don't. But okay. Daniel encouraging Madison to kill Tracy just felt like something that was completely out of place. And he was just coming out of a dark place too. Well, and that's the point, I think, really. Thomas is also, Rachel, you coughed. You need to dramatically suck on your oxygen tank. <laughs> Where the F is Skidmark? Dead. Dead. It's been too many years now. Promise is broken. Skidmark's on the alien ship. He's the one that sent them back. He's the captain of Tobias's alien ship. Yes. The Iron Tiger. That's where they got the He's name. the Iron Tiger. Yeah, it, there you go. We just, we solved it. Except aliens don't eat iron. They're far more evolved than that. Well, that's the irony though, Sharon. <laughs> I- Dwight is the one that uses the iron. That's the sound it makes. Thomas says, Dave, you should be committed to a psychiatric institution for loving this. <laughs> I don't know. Dis- agree to disagree. Oh, but the other part of my brain agrees with you. Takira says, but damn it, this episode was all over the place. Agreed. I will agree with that. The one last comment I wanted to say on that, because I kept getting sidetracked and wavy, windy, wooby, is that this season, I think, would have been a lot better if they had more episodes to flesh, especially with this one. It was too all over the place. There were too many characters on screen, too many people coming in, and too many things going on, too much fast travel to your point was what I was trying to say before to be cohesive these are almost two separate stories and one they could have focused on but maybe I don't know maybe because it's racing towards the end and maybe because they didn't want to keep doing the whole character focused episodes too they went oh people didn't like that so let's do an ensemble they went from one side to the other they went from having one character per episode to having 50 characters it's part of the troll I'm starting to agree with you Sharon <laughs> thank you they're like you don't want anthology style episodes right here you go oh you want to know where Sarah and Wendell are. Here you go. They starved to death because they were too proud to help <laughs> strand help them. But we'll actually now, now the never show the show didn't it. say that. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> No, but I was thinking about this on Sunday. Isn't this what we said about the show? We said, show, stop listening to the fans and do you. And I feel like as much of of it that I actually kind of like, I like that Madison isn't great. I like that Madison is the maybe the villain that nobody expected or nobody even wanted. That's I can accept that explanation as well. But I don't know how much input from the fans that they've been taking for the last few seasons, because ever since the last few seasons, because we've all acknowledged it feels like they're listening to the fans in some respect and I don't like it. I'm okay with four, five, and six because they stuck to their guns and tried to tell a story from their point of view, what they thought this story should be about. And I feel like seven and eight, because seven was planned with Madison in mind at the end, or at least somewhere in the planning process midway through. There's a big glaring yes to that and that's bringing Madison back. Hey, language. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do apologize. Hey, edit this out. A big glaring <laughs> yes is they brought they Madison, brought Madison back. back. Yeah, yeah. But that in and of itself wouldn't One be bad. little loud contingent of people that wanted her to come back and so they brought her back and shoehorned her in and tried to write everything around her and it just made everything terrible. But you know what? You can bring Madison back and the show be even good or better but 
that's not what happened. Other things were listened to too. They didn't like the ans- they didn't like the character focused episodes, so they kept but on weaving in more characters. These have been pretty character focused in season eight. I mean, a couple of them have been sort of ensemble, but this was the only one that's really had a lot of one. Right, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad. I was one of those people that was like, okay, where are characters? The anthology style was cool for a couple of seasons, but what I liked about season four and five, one of the things I liked about them was that all of our characters were in most of the episodes. We had a couple of bottle episodes, but most of them were all of the characters. Now, they may not all be in the same place, but all of the characters were in the episode. When we talked to Bill, he said that the fans' responses to episodes like Laura and Close Your Eyes and Althea and Isabel episode. Right, 505. People responded to those so well that they decided to go in the direction of doing more like that. But what well, they the needed to do didn't was hurt, didn't help. find a balance. You guys remember 801 when they opened the season with Morgan and Madison and nobody else? I lost my mind because, but... because it was like why i don't they're not the only people on this show they're not who i'm here to watch and that was still filmed during covid ish times no, too, 801 right? was not wasn't it though no. well either way as for the rest of the season though they slowly included right. more well, characters along again the way. after that's kind of what i'm saying i was like all right i wouldn't have been if i had seen 802 before we recorded i wouldn't have been so mad but i was just furious that that was what we got in the opening episode was morgan and madison come on this is what i'm excited right. for not right g wilson says i like it so much G. Wilson. So you get to change, but he can't. That's the thing. Troy has never changed. He's even admitted to wanting to kill the people at the ranch again. That technically isn't his or his father's. Can we talk about this just for a sec? Because we've we touched on it a little bit, but do you think Troy has changed and we just haven't seen that side of him and that maybe this is where the season is going, that we're not seeing the whole of it. We're just seeing the worst of it. Changed away from like being season three Troy. I don't know. That's tough to say. I don't think we've seen enough of this new Troy. The only thing we've seen from this new Troy is his vengeance for Madison. I mean, he's like, oh, I gotta find a place for my people to settle and be safe and everything. But I feel like the bigger point here is screwing over Madison in the process. Because there's a lot of different places he could have went to find a safe place for these people. But he chose to seek out Madison and kill her or like destroy everything that she's doing. To answer you, no, I don't see much change in Troy. Yeah, after after this episode, I'm not. I'm completely unsure, which is fine by me, actually. I mean, we don't know if he's still like experimenting on people. We don't know. (laughs) It was just a phase. It was just a phase. It's not a phase, mom. Yeah. (gasps) And we did get to see a little bit of softness when he was panicking, trying to find Tracy. And there was almost like this weird moment where Madison and he could have reconciled until she saw the one-armed walkers and realized that was his doing. Which, how? sorry, I I don't want to backslide into another episode, but how did she not think that was him? Yeah, I was thinking that as well. What an but, idiot. <laughs> but this is like the <laughs> werewolf thing that we've talked about. Like, it's easy for us to say because we have this omnipresent point of view, too. I know, but she's like, who's cutting all these arms off the walker? Who the hell do you think it is? <laughs> G. Wilson says, Madison was the one who left Strand alone in the first place. So if June, Dwight, and Sherry have an issue with it, why not take it out on her? Listen, uh, if wishes were horses, we'd all be eating steak. I said this last week, too. Why does everybody fall all over themselves to do what Madison wants? Oh, we got to do this for Madison. Shut you don't have to do crap for Madison. Who are we talking about specifically? <laughs> do it for Madison? Oh, you mean Victor? June, Dwight, and Sherry. Right. Well, Everybody June falls all over themselves Dove. to do crap yeah. for Madison, cover up for Madison. Why? Well, they're just covering up because 
there's nobody else that's going to do it, or especially Madison. So yeah, because she's that's that's really what she it is. Sucks. It's not really for Madison. They're like Madison got us in this mess, and now we got to fight our way out of it. As and usual. to your point, I don't think they like her pretty much at all, Luciana especially. Yeah, like yeah, Luciana's like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah. And I, I'm fine with that. Again, <laughs> yeah. I can dislike the decisions and still like the character because they're compelling. I'm not saying I like Madison because she's, she's a good so person flat. necessarily. Well, that's that's a whole other topic of conversation. <laughs> Takira says he might want to take care of Tracy, but his motivation's a revenge. Oh, interesting, Takira. Mm-hmm. I like that. Maybe. And maybe we'll see that struggle. Is it worth more to go after Madison than to keep his daughter safe? And he kind of proved a little of that is wrong, too. Was it Luciana says, it's like they didn't care if they lived or died. Meanwhile, Victor does care deeply. He does not want to be killed because he has people that would mourn for him. And I like that some of that was in this episode and shown on this episode. Garanza says, Madison is like a virus, though. That's interesting. Compelling and depressing. Oh, when I was saying about Madison being the virus that makes everybody worse. Yeah. Again, compelling. Doesn't make me happy about it, but it's compelling. He's a parasite. Listen, I am a little happy about it. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I love chaos. That explains why you like this episode. You love chaos. And that's exactly what this episode was. I love chaos. I don't like chaos that's for chaos. That's why you're liking this season because this whole show is just devolved chaos. No, but there's chaos and there's beauty in the chaos. And then there's chaos for the sake of chaos. I don't think this was chaos for the sake of chaos. There were some really interesting things going back and forth. G. Wilson says Negan treated Dwight and Sherry worse than Strand treated them. Ah, mm. uh, put a pin in that. Yet they are being both depicted as equals in their eyes. And I don't know how to feel about that. It's true because just think of how Negan treated Sherry. Yeah, end of story. Uh, yeah, end yeah, yeah, of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even need to go into anything else. Yeah. I don't even think you need to compare the levels. It's just Victor was just awful. He was awful. It doesn't have to be Negan awful to be awful in such dire scarcity and the ability for nobody to survive. And Victor's like, mm, nah, I don't want to let you in. You know, it's just kind of, it's like an, another level or different realm of cruelty, I think. But you don't have to compare. Takira says, Strand to me was the only one left, only one with a plan that made sense. And, and again, that's the irony. I think that's why I like the most about this episode. It was a little confusing at times because I too, as an audience member, was like, is he doing this to save his skin purely or par- even partially? I was asking, I asked myself three times in my notes, I don't know, this doesn't line up. It's the only thing that I was iffy on. But yeah, apparently it was all about Tracy. And did you guys get the sense that Victor was doing what there was like a little bit of role transference that Victor was doing the Madison thing that she was doing throughout the seven years. He was being Padre that he was ripping Troy's daughter away from him because he wanted to give her a better life, right or wrong. Oh, that's what they said in the episode or insider. So I guess that's what their intention was. I did not. I watched it. I guess that that was their intention. According to them, that didn't really make sense to make him Padre basically. But what do you think about that? Does that make Victor? Because I I have problems with that. Number one, I didn't see him as ripping Troy's daughter away. They found her in the flipping woods after she ran away. I agree. But the fact that he decided to keep, see like the truth lies somewhere in between. I feel like he decided to keep her because he could use her as leverage. I don't think it had anything to do with him wanting her to be in a better place or have a better life. He was using her as leverage to keep Troy away or to keep Padre safe. He said as much. Yeah. So the episode or insider refutes that. The writers are saying that's not true. So they refuted their own writing. Write that line. Yeah, they're re- they're refuting their own writing. They said that he want that he <laughs> wanted to give Tracy a better life. Yeah, but he literally said she's here so that Troy doesn't. Attack I know. Refuting. No, no, but it's, it's a it's a yes and it's a yeah. Yeah. both things can be true. Both things can definitely be true. When we're yes, talking about leverage. Strand, I'm gonna wholeheartedly disagree. But who am I? <laughs> 
you're Rachel. We love you. <laughs> and yes, it's leverage to prevent him from ever coming and attacking the island. Maybe because again, we see in this episode, he's capable. Even when he's overwhelmed, he went and decided to shoot anyway. So it makes him wrong, but it also makes him right. I also don't think he's using her as leverage just for himself. I think it's also to keep Frank and Klaus safe. Absolutely. And I love that the most about yeah. this. In this situation. There's a lot of reasons. It's not only his butt he's trying to cover. It's also his family. And he's doing it all for them. It, whereas in the tower, it was for himself. For himself. Yes. Yeah. G. Wilson mm. says, I refuse to put a dead skid mark out there in existence. Yeah. Well, see, too. skid mark is with Sarah and Wendell and he died because he also wouldn't take any <laughs> He's the he world's most judgmental too. cat. That's right. <laughs> okay. He was like, meow, meow. What a catty chat. Chatty cat. <laughs> meow. Anyway, meow. Diego Ramos joined and says, hey guys, you seen any episode hey 11 and 12 reviews? I have not because Refuse. a ton of people are refusing to review the episodes. I also have not. Just so you know, there's not a lot of reviewers reviewing them because they are they don't want to. And they're not allowed they to They stopped really. reviewing the show, period. But two, on top of that, I'm not a spoiler fan. I don't yeah, think I anybody don't like on screen yeah. right now likes spoilers. We hate them. I didn't even read the reviews after this because of how something that I was going to say at the top of this episode was, and this is before we even got on, I said, okay, it's very easy to see a lot of people not liking this episode naturally. For sure. Fine. I feel like the hate's a little bit overblown. And I think part of that is because some of the reviews right after this episode or even before this episode, some people tweeting about it and saying, oh, this is the worst episode. I think that gets in people's head. We've talked about this too. This is why I hate spoiler free reviews and quotes, because I do think that it influences people. I think it plants a seed in people's brain. And then when people see the episode and see things they don't like about this episode, I think it really, really influences the way they feel about it overall. Rachel's going to say, I, I barely caught up on these episodes as it is. I wanted to put that in more context. I can agree with you okay. a little bit, but I can promise you that my hatred for these episodes comes from the disappointment I believe in you, this though. show. Yeah, it is I not you. because I've seen reviews or whatever, or the reviewers, which I have seen, but that had nothing to do with why I'm so angry. But I also believe that it does help you unleash a little bit more. When other people people are, are hating on something, it makes it a lot easier to hate on something too. To put David's comments in more, even more context, he doesn't even allow us to discuss the episode with each other before we record, yeah. just so everyone knows. Yeah. So this way, when we meet, <laughs> we each come in with our own uninfluenced opinions. Is that fair? I can't say that how I feel about something has ever been influenced by someone else. The discussions that we have help me understand things that I'm confused about that maybe I don't have a feeling on. But when I have a feeling about something or I have an impression of something, that does not usually get swayed by anyone else's opinion. Here's why you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. <laughs> you guys have been able to change about my opinions. opinion before, but just because you've maybe given me a perspective I didn't have before. That's all we try to do. Yeah, there's, there's maybe. That. I mean, there's moments like that. But I mean, I agree with you. We don't try I to convince got, you otherwise. I just got fiercely angry about the beginning of this episode and was yelling about it. My opinion hasn't my opinion on Madison has not changed despite David's love for her. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I would never want you to feel otherwise, by the way. <laughs> 
I come from a particular point of view. And there may be others like me, which is rare, that have that, have that <laughs> point, of, which it happens though, Carranza, sometimes, not today, not today, Carranza. Today, Carranza's like, oh, you're oh, on your own, bro. Yeah. I wish my name wasn't David. Even Carranza, Carranza says. can't defend no, you. He didn't say that at all. Yeah. <laughs> a two other David? Anyway. AJ says, another gripe I have with this one is that they built that tension with Troy and the standoff Luciana, and mm. then we just skip right over it. But God forbid yeah. we skip Dwight versus Dollar Store Saviors. <laughs> 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 I like the dollar store saviors though. G. Wilson said, You can just tell the budget for the show is tight when you have the repeat footage from 807 plus the lack mm -hmm. of fighting scenes. And yeah. I'd mm -hmm. like to throw in another thing. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they reused Charlie's wig on the Alicia Walker. The fake out Alicia. Oh, I am like 100% yeah, sure Get that is the here. same wig. <laughs> It's a very dark wig. Yeah. But very straight. Yeah. yeah. It's very straight. And treated. Yep. Yep. It's crazy how rich in color it was for no blood flow. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Have you noticed that this season kind of has the washed out look that season four had? Mm. Especially thinking of Charlie episode. That was a very gray tone. Oh, yeah, episode. that was really washed out. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that was intentional, yeah. too. It brings you back to the close your eyes mood, in a way. Because that whole episode was this washed out or dark, or washed out or dark. Ooh. That blue tone. Rachel's in a mood. Laughs. No. David Carranza. Is I a mood. am a mood. I'm not you in a mood. <laughs> Good evening, youngsters. <laughs> Hello, he doesn't even get it right. Like, no, that's <laughs> the irony. Good evening, youngsters. Good morrow. Anyway, Diego Ramos says, there, there is one. Do you want me to send it? It's non-spoiler. No, that's the whole no, point. Thank you. No, thanks. Don't Diego. want that I in my head. I appreciate you saying that, but no, thank you. Yeah, Politely thank declined, you. but thank you. You're the best. Around. Anyway. I like this one. Diego Ramos wants to know, what would you guys like to see in the finale? Not what we think is going to happen, but what do we want to see? I know that's I a like really good question. Question. I love that question. Yeah. I don't like it at all. It's terrible. <laughs> you're this just is so why you're wrong, Dave. Here's why you're wrong. <clears throat> I want to see Padre succeed with all of our favorite characters still there. I want to see June, <clears throat> Sherry, and Dwight. <clears throat> But first, they have to change the name from Padre because if I hear that word one more flipping time, <laughs> I'm going to do a Charlie because I, Padre, Padre, I've been hearing that for two years. I want Madison to die straight up. Like They can do that right at the beginning of the next episode. Just take her out. Boom. Matter of fact, if that happens, I'll be good. They might. Madison dies. June lives. I'm good. Do you guys want to answer this question before I, I go off on Diego Ramos? Well, sure. And he took my number one you? answer. I also definitely <laughs> want to see Madison die. Actually, I don't blame Diego. For real this Diego time. Ramos. Before that, I want to find out how she got out of the diamond that's what i would like to see mm. then immediately after she can die as we were promised by the way on screen death please oh no that would be great off screen death no nope. madison on screen death for madison <laughs> please even laughing at that <laughs> <sighs> alicia's my girl but right now i'm really on the fence hoping she about, doesn't show up well i don't think adc's coming back we're not gonna see her on screen i've already made peace with that it's not gonna happen mostly because i think if she were we would have already been spoiled just going to say that. I would like some sort of confirmation one way or another. I feel like everything we've heard about her has been very vague. Troy's like, oh yeah, I killed her. But I don't know if I believe him. I'm still there too. 
you. I'm with you. And then the cosplayers were like, oh, before Troy killed her. But like nobody said that they saw it happen. And if they right, did see it. Because she kept moving on, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you were right. saying yeah. that. But they do know that Troy killed her. Well, they think for that some he reason. did. And right. if they saw it happen, I don't think they're going to like just let him run off with her arm. I feel like they would have like hung on to that. But I would like a solid answer as to what Off happened. Screen? Nope. On screen, please. And thank you. I would like a solid answer. You want as them to, to what show, not tell. Yes. <laughs> I'd like them to yeah. strictly tell. Just a yep. black screen and a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> just it's like just floating letter, like, like Star it's Wars. It's the Star Wars crawl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like, hey, how can we troll them even worse? Let's do that. I mean, yeah. that would no, still be better than this episode. <laughs> and you know what? By the way, Rachel, to your point, because they brought it into the ether with Troy saying, oh, I killed your daughter and then yeah. I want to go after him and everybody wants to get her bo- their body bag and put in the... That is probably... You're on it. I would like to see that on screen. I'd like to have that because it's brought up now. You got to yep. resolve that now. That's fine with me. So sorry, Diego Ramos. That's <laughs> probably what I'm going to go with too. Well, and I think by Troy saying that to Madison is another form of revenge. Of course, he's going to say that. Yeah. But did he? Oh, psychological irony. Revenge. Exactly. And see, that's the thing. It's exactly what Daniel and Madison want to do to him. It's like, okay, you do this. I'm going to do this. So anyway, whatever. Anyway. Well, I talked about it last episode and I reiterated it here, but Diego wasn't here for that. So I'm just going to repeat myself. But after this episode, do, is that still what you want? For Strand have redemption? For Madison. You know, I still do. I still, I stand by that statement. I'm impressed. Can she be redeemed in death? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, honestly, maybe. <laughs> One, I want redemption for Strand, especially after this whole rigmarole of like doing the, we're, we're, you know, rehashing stuff. Do you feel like he got some of that in this episode? Uh, yeah, you Being know why? Being sort of mostly right? Because Lucy's people died. So congratulations, mm-hmm. guys. You didn't listen to him and this is what happened. I hate it for mm-hmm. you because that's really sad. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. I hate that that sweet old man that Frank was so devastated about passed. That was horrible. <sighs> yeah. I was really yep. upset about that. But part of me was like, this is exactly what he was telling you. It's what Daniel was telling you too if any of you had bothered to listen to him. He was saying he will stop at nothing. He's coming at you anyway. It doesn't matter. So I'm going to go to take care of this Tracy situation because it doesn't matter anyway. Why don't you guys get ready because he's coming to attack. And then they're still surprised when he does come and attack and they're like oh well he doesn't have as many people as we do so it'll be fine. No he doesn't care. It's scorched earth. Right. So he did get you know there's a little bit there but I would like redemption for Strand because I've wanted that I also wanted a more touching reunion between him and Madison we didn't receive that so I don't know what we're gonna get but those are the things that I want to happen I would like Madison to redeem herself a little bit I've said it once I'll say it again I'll say it till I'm blue in the face I don't hate her but she makes it very hard to like her because she self-sabotages everything constantly and it's hard to watch a character like that I don't disagree I like Madison and there were things about her the reasons why she originally did the things that she did was because of her kids. And I like that we're acknowledging in this episode that without them, who does she become? And I don't like that person, but I love watching it. She becomes that woman that she was in Alabama or whatever who killed her daddy. She hasn't had her kids for the past almost decade. She steals kids. That's who she becomes. But she was living thinking she was protecting them. Now that she knows for sure that they're gone, there is absolutely nothing left for her. And again, I think that she becomes the person she was before, which what little we've been given about that isn't a good person Bridget you teed me up so perfectly I'm not saying that she wasn't warranted don't get me wrong like I'm a domestic 
abuse survivor. Like, uh, hell yeah. But it still doesn't, it, it doesn't make you right. What you do is you find something else to live for and move on. There are so many children out there that need a mother or not that I would want her to have any of them. But anyway, there's so many kids out there that need families and mothers, yep. especially now in the apocalypse. Go out and find someone who needs you instead of chasing after someone dead. I agree. And that's why I keep saying now that Nick is finally dead, like finally dead. I didn't mean that. Now that Nick is dead. <laughs> no, I, I said that. I was like, whoa, whoa, no. no he's finally in Don't the ground me. Don't in the me. right way. Now that Nick is dead <laughs> and she knows it, she's finally willing to pay attention to Alicia. And I know that I'm saying that and like maybe you guys are thinking like I'm joking. I'm not joking. She was so unfair in her relationship with Alicia, I think. Unbalanced. It was so yes. unbalanced. Yeah. And Alicia vocalized it in the very first season. And so seeing that come full circle, but this is like depressing to me that she's finally willing to pay attention to her daughter and her daughter's gone. You had every yeah. opportunity. Yeah, she told you that you- She said, she it, said it in this episode. Season one and in, se in season three, I think. When well, she said it in this episode too, near the end of this episode, as she's yeah. peeling back the curtain of hair. Yeah. She's saying, I'm sorry, I, 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 I could have come to you anytime and really I, I screwed it up. Yeah. And yeah. And I, and you feel her frustration too. So you teed me up perfectly, Bridget, because when it came time for Madison to say, well, she knows about Padre. We, we know, you know what we have to do. And then Daniel says that line. I instantly thought of cyclical drama because all of a sudden I wanted to shift the focus, like tilt the tripod sort of, and look at the situation from a different light. And I instantly thought of what you said just now, her having to kill her father figure, her stepdad, right? It was her stepdad. I believe it was her actual dad. Oh, okay. Her actual dad. Because what was the whole theme of Padre to begin with? Padre knows best. These parents get, can't give these kids a better life for whatever reason, whatever, emotionally, not being able to give them medicine, food, whatever, scarcity, bomb drops, whatever it is. And they're saying, you know what? We have all these facilities. Let's raise these children to be ready for this thing. We know best. There's some really interesting interplay between that and the cyclical drama of what Madison does without her kids. And Troy being a father. And how can she even possibly possibly think that Troy has any possibility of changing him being a father to a kid. She doesn't trust fathers is what I'm saying is that there's something compelling about I mean, that as well. That's fair. That's her baggage, right? Exactly. Some of that does, I think, play into that. I mean, she got over it with Travis though, didn't she? Travis was the dad. That's pre-apocalypse. That's like her in a normal world trying to get over her stuff. She did marry Nick and Alicia's dad also before that. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. So why this is interesting is because what is my Motley Crue's live wire about electricity. Yeah, messing things up. <laughs> it is a stepson wailing on his stepdad for all the abuse. Every bit of crap Nikki Six himself took. And what is she doing out there? She's just blowing off some steam. She's just getting just like Nikki Six is in the song. All this drama between fathers and sons and padres and all that stuff because of all the all the abuse. I just think there's an interesting thing here going on. The cyclical drama. Her not even. I have nobody left to disappoint. In the end, I got my Dave. Are you referring to kids. the cyclical? Cyclical melodrama thing that I brought up. Cyclical melodrama. Okay, that's okay, what it was. Okay. <laughs> the bad therapist. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like backsliding. Yeah, the bad, the therapist, bad therapist. But it's a real thing, right? If you don't have the tools, you can't get out of it. It's like Daniel and his conditioning and going back to that when it comes to wanting to kill Tracy as well. There's just something about backsliding into your, your cyclical melodrama that I actually kind of liked. Okay, <laughs> AJ says, take a shot every time Dave says, says I like this episode. 
<laughs> You'd be drunk. Diego says, to your point, Charity, without the Troy scenes, this season is unwatchable. <laughs> or at least the last half when we see him. I did love Mitchell that. Mitchell says, I really enjoyed the episode. It was just super messy. Somebody else liked this episode but me? Mitchell, we'll talk afterwards. You'll be my buddy. I don't care that you guys don't like it. Immediately after that, Carranza said messy, but it did have moments. I need more than moments, though. <laughs> I'm going to call David Carranza Skidmark. Meow. <laughs> Messy with moments is not enough when you only have three episodes left. Yeah, it does put us on edge, doesn't it, though? <laughs> G. Wilson. Just like The Walking Dead. G. Wilson said Charlie and fake Walker Alicia. Maybe we're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sing it, Bridget. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I can't. Thank you. I can't. <laughs> Oh, wait. So I actually wanted to go to what Diego said earlier about what do I want out of the rest of the season? Aside from Alicia, what Rachel brilliantly said, I want to be surprised. That's what I want. And I, this episode <laughs> this is had not some surprising way of saying, don't send me spoilers. <laughs> I want to be surprised. No, man. Listen, I, listen I, I gave my fake outrage to Diego earlier. God, I'm not that mean. I'm not really that mean at all. In fact, I like this episode. You meanies. But Dave's not mean at all. All. Dave just said he liked the episode. I got to take a shot. Wait, that came out really sarcastic. I actually meant that. Dave's really not me. Oh, I was like, that seemed like an appropriate response. I just started no. like shrinking. No, so I'm no, already five really two. I've it. just turned four six. No, 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 no. I actually meant it. I actually meant it. No. Oh, Dave, okay. Because you're referring is not to not mean, not mean at all. You're referring to some private chats we had in our Discord at one point. I think it was like you could be meter, Dave. Oh yeah. A lot Those of words things. have come out of he my could mouth. He could be. Yeah. And a lot of people. I'm remembering exactly because of the way you said it, actually. <laughs> That's why I remembered it. Okay. Anyway. Dave, you're too nice to this person who a jerk anyway (laughs) no so no going back to your thing i just want to be surprised and part of this episode was a surprise i liked the dialogue between june and victor i liked that it was messy and i liked that they didn't forgive him because it would be the same rehashing oh people deserve second chances the impossible is possible well listen i'm even sick of that at some point (laughs) i don't want to see these plot points coming and look i don't like deaths for death's sake but if somebody dies i want it to be shocking i don't want to be chaotic it doesn't have to mean something yeah i don't want it to be ruined either so if you guys could refrain from posting about it if people don't watch it immediately yeah that's me i'm super behind in life you're too busy for social media rachel so you're kind of lucky in that respect yeah yeah you are got ruined seriously thinking about staying up sunday night and watching it live i can't watch it on instagram but like having myself on instagram while i watch it you're saying 9 p.m on sunday or 3 a.m 3 a.m oh i thought you meant 9 p.m i was like oh i'll watch it with you i can't wait Never that mind. long <laughs> i about, can't watch all of that 9 at 3 <laughs> maybe <laughs> i have church. Uh, maybe i don't know we'll do a, a we react or something i had just one more thing about the episode that i wanted to bring up is it a, a good thing um she waited <laughs> keep going it doesn't matter <laughs> she waited too long <laughs> more sound effects uh... <laughs> So I just want to point out, oh, okay, maybe a couple of things. So I don't know how to describe the feeling when Strand points out that Tracy is wearing the St. Christopher medallion that apparently there was only one in production of. And so this had to be the one that he gave Alicia. (laughs) 
<laughs> had to be it because only one of those was produced on the planet Earth. I did notice that. Yeah. Also, to your point, even if it was Alicia's, that's telling us that Troy did kill Alicia. He took the necklace and her arm and gave it to his daughter like some sort of serial killer gives his children trophies. <laughs> checks out <laughs> well there's a shortage of toys in the apocalypse they got to give her something to play with <laughs> literally you know yeah. people used to make do with a, a hoop and a stick but i guess this necklace i mean i used to kick pine cones in the forest so. <laughs> plenty of those around now yeah I suppose. definitely yeah. you could make a corn husk doll i mean there's a lot of things you could do you can make wood mm -hmm. fingers dwight yeah but uh no to your point though I, it doesn't have to be alicia or related to alicia I suppose. Right. Diego says earlier, though, in one trailer, there's a it's truck. It's a spoiler. Pop Don't read it. Is there? Yes, it's a spoiler. I, I, I think read he's, it. He, he, oh, it's I something he was from joking. trailer. Isn't he? Isn't he he's I joking. Know, is he? I thought it was I a joke. Was yeah, joking. he's joking. I thought he was joking. Yeah. Diego's saying in one trailer, there's a truck with Padre, but they put a cross on the P and replaced it with M. So <laughs> I read it and I was like, God, that's a spoiler, Diego. We just said we didn't want spoilers. And then I was like, I he know. must be joking because that's ridiculous. This is in response to Sharon. He's saying, if I hear Padre one more time, he's saying Madre. I'm down. That's what he's saying. He's helping you out. He's like, oh, he's like, I hate See, everyone. <laughs> I told you. I'm gonna say like I told you it was real. Cool. Listen, in, in okay. all seriousness, they should call it Eden too. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. I think. I'm not sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> AJ says it just cuts to a tin can and you think it's Nick's ashes but it's Madison's and then it shows this it's sitting next to Nick's LMAO <laughs> the end no I still need to see her die on screen <laughs> Madison's gonna die and they're gonna rename it like Madisonville or some crap like that dude. or Clarkston or Clark Clarkson. Or <laughs> take the last I'd be fine with Clarkston or Clark I, something with Clark related Clark I'd be fine Vail. with that Diego says he was joking <laughs> good yeah. thank you Diego god. okay good you got me <laughs> don't don't tell you us spoilers me. immediately. Tell yeah. us spoilers. You know, Mitchell asks an interesting question. I think this is worth just shooting from the hip about who do the four of you think will be on the title cards of the last two episodes? Strand and Madison. Oh, really oh that's in a that good order? guess. That's a really good guess. Yep. Because yeah, he was probably. in Anton. Maybe it'll be Tracy and Ma Madison. Maybe it's Alicia. and It's know, Tobias. It's Tobias on both. Tobias. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes the beer oh, bottle balloon and swatty that's another thing oh i, I do want to see Tobias. Tobias. seriously i am for real serious. serious i'm being serious dead I'm being serious, serious. Uh, yes rachel and i are I on board to we're team tobias never yes here's the deal here's the deal okay we're gonna make a bet okay this oh, is for I'm real totally, wrong. totally do this i'll totally do this no but this is why i'm gonna do okay. it okay okay because because it'll be wrong okay i will sit out the entire finale discussion if <laughs> tobias shows up or even is even mentioned i shake your hand virtually sir i take this bet what happens when we lose? One though? of us can be like in the recording. Nothing, one of us can fine. just go like okay. Tobias. <laughs> like insert it. <laughs> like, oh, like they'll insert separate <laughs> words and make Tobias. I hope they introduce a totally unrelated character and his name is Tobias. <laughs> If they say, no, you're too biased, you'll be like, that counts. Yes, that, that counts. counts. <laughs> and I will not appear in the episode and you guys will have the what rings. What if he's going by Toby now? Oh, that totally doesn't count, actually. <laughs> so it has to be Tobias or too bias or as close. But if he's called Toby, that will not. But if be we enough. see him and he's still going if by Toby, If we see him, that's that it. Counts. I'm not in those episodes. <laughs> not in that episode discussion. I'll give you my notes or my takes. All you video show <laughs> yes. photoshoppers out there, get on it. Yep. Diego is my kind of people. Season nine, we'll have Tobias as the main character. I love 
it. He'll be in the title card and the, he'll be the focus. Season nine, we'll have Tobias as the main character. That's the next yes. spinoff, The Walking Dead. Book Actually, of he's Tobias. the only character. The book oh, of I'd Tobias. watch that. Oh, yeah. yes. Walking Dead Tobias. <laughs> I would lo- wouldn't you love the like a little Walking three-part Dead, miniseries about what Tobias. Tobias is up to? His oh journey. I would from where if they we made that him, webisode. I would I'd love watch the that. Hell out of that. Where I would in too. the world is yes. Tobias? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm trying so I hard to make that, that fit in my head. It's just. G. <laughs> Wilson <laughs> says, "I feel like something's going to happen to either Tobias. Frank or Klaus, and if that's the case, then I'm going to be sad." Be said because I like them with Strand. Yeah, I like them too. Me. And it broke me. I feel like that wouldn't be a dramatic enough of a death. If they're going to kill somebody major off. It wouldn't be one of them. That's they not they can major, kill yeah, off right. Klaus. I'm okay with that, but they better not touch a hair on Frank's head. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if they I do kill him. That's, that's just not mess up good. Face. Just, just don't, I don't, don't mess up the face. As long as hot yeah, dad leaves. Yes. That sexy man I, mean, I don't like that at all. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Strand needs to feel the pain of losing a child. By the way, Thomas mm. leaves in protest because I'm defending this episode. And I think he's that's, still here. that's still really here. dumb. He's still here. That's really dumb. <laughs> no, I'm going to still say it's dumb. G- yes, Wilson Thomas, said, fear the walking Tobias. <laughs> the walking dead, the Tobias who lives. <laughs> More people are watching. Because Thomas did that. Anyway, <laughs> Tobias is watching this, right? Yes. The actor who plays Tobias? The Walking Dead Tobias Dixon. Okay. <laughs> Should we just be done? Because we've said Tobias like we are going times the last minute. No, but I didn't get to say I love this episode again. So. Oh, bye. I'm gonna take a shot. That's it. Okay, so Diego says Madison hates fathers so much. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I skipped over some a, a really good comment. Diego says, Alicia reunion, ooh, kill Sherry and have Dwight go dead city. Perfect ending. Wait. And he says, don't kill Troy. What do you think about that last part at the very least? Sure. Viva la I'm Troy. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Ooh, I, at this point, I'm, I'm team Troy. There's <laughs> a lot of spite. He's easy on the eyes. So <laughs> it's fine. So you have a Franck too. <laughs> Anyway. Excuse me. I was the I original have a contact lover. He can borrow, though. Troy is pretty hot. Like I'm, I'm like a funk fighter. Even with that funky eye, it's the eye that does it. <laughs> Did I just break you, Bridget? <laughs> it's a new band called the Frank Frank <laughs> Fighters. <laughs> so he was so stupid. <laughs> I'm a Frank lover. I'm a Frank fighter. <laughs> what? One more thing. It's just all the Foo Fighter songs, but in German. Oh my god! (laughs) And better looking, objectively, than the Foo Fighters. Oh my gosh. By the way, we're not the podcast you want. It's the <laughs> podcast you deserve. Uh, just saying that, man. <laughs> yes, we're the Frank Fighters walking to. By the way, Walking Dead Eternal just woke up with that joke. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, I haven't seen him for so long. And then Frank Fighters, oh. he woke up. <laughs> I just thought of a meme I got to make. Let me write it down. <laughs> <laughs> because of that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh. 
Ah, shit. Uh, listen, there's so much that I could bring up, but to be frank with you, <laughs> I, I really like this about Luciana. She did not want to be involved with Padre's mess. She didn't want anything to do with that. And I thought there was something special about that. That like not everybody had to care about everybody and that she, she wanted to up. just care about her own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I dug that. She was tired of hearing about Padre too. She was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, if I have to hear them one more time. Mm -hmm. And yet the Madison virus infected her too because yep. basically all Madison. the people she was trying to protect are basically Here dead. Here comes Madison. Rolling up, tearing everything down. Are you sure she's not a Grimes? Here comes Here Madison. Comes Madison. Here comes, Here comes Madison. Madison. <laughs> <laughs> High five. That was great. <laughs> up down Clarksville Lane. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. That's it. The show is over. <laughs> That's it. This That's interview it. was over. Madison got run over by a reindeer. No. You wish. Madison got run over by an MRAP. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You should be writing this down, Rachel. These are great ideas. Oh, no. I got a list. Are you checking it twice? <laughs> no. I'm ashamed. It's I'm Madison, ashamed. so I'm only checking it once, and then it's going to get screwed up in the end anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diego says, Luciana didn't care about Troy in the season. Every time he, he he's mentioned, he, she still doesn't care, bro. I'm like, yeah, I love yep. that. I love that for her. She's like, I'm doing, I'm doing the oh, about thing. Nick. Leave me out. Oh, he meant Nick, by the way, not Troy. Oh, I think she's moved on. Yeah, it's painful, she's, but yeah. she knows what Troy's trying to do. I laugh so yeah, or, hard. And she knows what Madison's muscle. trying to do. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> Nick has been gone for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not to say the pain goes away, but. Well, no, it's something you carry with you, but you move on. And she's doing something yeah. good with her life and maybe one of the trucker dudes is is her man too i mean we don't know but she maybe she has somebody else after all well, this time too. if that's the case he's probably dead now <laughs> right and he, well he's killed off screen too mm -hmm. yeah died off screen <laughs> aj says the season ends with strand taking over padre and having a theater presentation of the rocky horror picture show featuring funk <laughs> and further i feel like he reached a little but uh respected i like it you just messed up my meme idea because i was gonna photoshop frank's head on frank and Verter's body <laughs> you better put makeup on that bitch. Will someone please Photoshop Frank's head onto all members of the Foo Fighters? All of them. Yeah. I honestly thought that's what Sharendy was going to do. Well, you need to have one panel be the Frank lovers and the other one the Frank fighters. <laughs> Stop. Well, Stop. And the Frank lovers would be us, our faces. And then the Frank fighters would be just Frank with the faces of all the band of the Foo Fighters. <laughs> the Foo Fighters. David is starting to shut down. He needs to go plug in and recharge. G. Wilson says, Luciana's people from season two got caught up with Troy's people and she got shot by them too. So it makes sense as no, to why she no, reacts to Madison no, like that. No, you guys, stop commenting. <laughs> stop commenting. <laughs> He's just going to Walking Dead Eternal says, I don't know who Frank is. What? Frank is Frank. What? Until the end Frank. of time. Frank. It's Frank. Frank. Frank is it's Frank. Strand's husband. But it's Frank. It's Frank. Frank. But Frank. it's Frank. Yeah. Punk. Frank. Klaus. No, stop commenting, you guys. Thomas says goodnight, good night. everyone. Good night. Anyways. Klaus is going to save everybody, and then he's going to be sainted. So he's going to be Saint Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be Santa Claus. Santa, Santa Claus. And give cold to everybody. Yeah. So with that, everybody. Bad. If you like what you heard, except for the Tobias part, nope. head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash squawkingdead. Five stars in an eggplant is all we need to know that you love us, but tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't like. Tell us what we might have missed, because there's a <laughs> lot. For a those lot. of you who actually like this episode, like Mitchell, I'm counting on you. Remember to tell us after every episode. And if you really like what we're doing, we don't always go live, and sometimes we will pre-record episodes. Well, consider either following us for free on Ko-fi or Patreon. That's ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead or Patreon. 
patreon.com slash squawking dead. You don't have to buy us a coffee to get Dave's notes, which you will get after this live stream is through. And you don't have to join a membership tier for as little as a dollar a month, which includes the unedited episode recordings usually, except for this one because it's live, or a whole host of other baseline perks, especially in the Kofi shop, which you can get a ton of things like ringtones and wallpapers and stuff like that. But you can tip us on screen also, and the comment will be on the video forever. I should have said that at the top, but I didn't. It's fine. It's cool. Team I'm Tobias. not mad about it. Yes. Okay, with your stuff and your stupid, stupid Tobias. I love you guys. But Thank you, do, you so much for being here. Love you guys. And being you part love of you this. guys. Truly. You're amazing. You can, I'm still doing the outro. <laughs> well, I had to say something or it would never end. <laughs> but then they won't join the Kofis in the Patreon. They will. They already are. All of them. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't. I've never been interrupted things. while doing the outro. It's really oh, a yes. I messed up the flow. So many. Oh no. Cannot compute. My, beep, I'm broken. Beep, boop, 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 beep. So at the end of these episodes, if you join the Whispers and Survivors tiers, Survivors tier being the ability to join us in these episode breakdowns with us on screen and camera and mic, you get shout outs at the end of these episodes, starting with the Survivors tier members of whom are at RealRyanGM on X or formerly Twitter, at ElisaJones71 on Instagram or at JonesAJ6 on X slash Twitter. And of course, FanArtLindy, who you can reach at ko-fi.com slash FanArtLindy. And on to our Whispers tier members, we've got at judith.morna on Instagram, Aiden Atkin, who you can reach at ko-fi.com slash Aiden Atkin, at Tyler Phil Cox on both Instagram and X slash Twitter, sandy.d.morson at lois.martin.54 and at Kim Rowley, the number one on Facebook. So yeah, I remember her thing. Mm. I looked it up because I care about Kim Rowley and she deserves the, the proper shout out. And of course, on here in the chat, at I found them Rick G on X slash Twitter. That's Mitchell. Thank you for joining for this very long episode that's going to take a very long time to edit. <laughs> Didn't really think this through, did I? And uh, I appreciate you guys for being here. And by the way, the numbers keep going up. People are tuning in now to watch the end of this episode. So again, remember <laughs> to rate us at ratethispodcast.com slash dead and consider joining or just following for free on Kofi or Patreon because you'll get the recording schedules. You'll be aware of what's going on and you'll be in the know for the cool things that we have to come. Hopefully, fear is a cool one of those cool things. I, since sincerely hope and I hope you guys too. Let's be more optimistic. Let's hope that all of this was for, I mean, we got Sanctuary. I thought Iron Tiger was good. I think there were more good episodes in this back half than there were bad. Do you guys agree with that? Don't ask that question. Well, not, <laughs> well, maybe not everybody else thinks the way you do. Notice the silence. Everybody else is being very quiet for some reason. Why? I checked out. <laughs> we're, we're, I checked out. we're getting ready to you sign just, off. You just, just asked us to be more positive and then you asked us that question. So I'm being yeah. quiet. Wow. Really? Okay. All I'm stuck right. on the fact that you said our numbers were going up once we started laughing and having more fun. Take that, Blue Cat 49. Take that, whatever. Dave, the editor. <laughs> Blue Cat 57. 42. <laughs> whatever. We're somewhere in the middle. <laughs> like the theme of this episode. The truth lies somewhere in between. <laughs> And with that, everybody, we'll see you later. I've been your host, David Cameo, and I was joined by the lovely and beautiful Mr. At Cosmom09, Rachel Burt, Sharon D, aka Blazy Gardner, and Bridget, ko-fi.com slash punkybrewster. That's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-I-S-E-T-E-R. We'll see you guys next week for probably an even longer episode. Yay. <laughs> Covering the last two episodes. Yeah. I'll make listen. sure I get a five-hour energy or something before I come. Do they make 10 hour? Yeah. Because that's how long we're going, everybody. Oh, Woo! It's the Iron Tiger. It's 
the worst episode of my life. It's, it's the thrill of the frunk. <laughs> <laughs>